0: Hi, I'm Eric Roberts. I'm kind of a star in uh, in movies like Expendables or Dark Knight, and I just did a great episode of Below the Belt. you got to love it. Tune in. If you don't, don't call me.
1: The Below the Belt show is closed Caption for the hearing impaired. It is now time for the bad boys of Baltimore. Pips up. Goes down. One, wax off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that's right. Guys, it's time for another episode of B-T-B, Below the Belt in the Mother f House. Yes. That's right. The virtual <laughs> edition, which has pretty much been the normal edition. Yeah. Uh-huh. The, the, edition. the edition. The edition. The yeah, edition. Not B- new edition. B-T-B. It's not the new edition, It's, yeah, it's, not, <laughs> it's not we can't not even really call around. it the quarantine yeah, no. ed- edition anymore, because it's yeah. uh, everybody's doing the quarantine. But nonetheless, I'm your host, Al Soto, aka Celebrity Soto, your host with the most here for your weekly pleasure, guys. Another phenomenal show that we have for you guys tonight. Let's go ahead and introduce the, bottom. the room, starting with, that's right here, he, the king of the 80s, the, the demotivation speaker. The one and the only Chachi McFly.
3: That's right. We're here in Baltimore preparing for some more snow and the snow that will never end um, in this winter.
2: Yes, not a long winter. Baltimore, uh, our friends in the South, like, Mel, your grace in Virginia. Let's go ahead and introduce her.
3: The South. Yeah, she's so far away. (laughs)
2: Yeah, she is the one and only. I mean, only.
4: It's not really the South.
2: <laughs> not Anabellum South. I got it. I got it. Which we will get into later. Oh, yeah. Who's Lord, on that? Lord. But yes, she is the <laughs> one and only. She's got every Daenerys Targaryen nickname, the Mother Dragons, the Queen of Marine, the Queen of the Andals, the Breaker of Chains, the Mother Dragons. Mother also,
5: also. The Queen of the uh, Yes, yes.
2: yes. Also known as Miss LST, guys, it is Morgan Fabulous. Morgan. Thank you for having me. Good to have you on BTV.
4: Blessed blessed to be here in, in your presence.
2: And that's right. We're ready for takeoff. Let's go ahead and introduce guys. He is former United States Marine Corps. He is the one and only the Captain Big Nick. Ladies and
6: gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Thank you for waiting for our delay. The captain had to take a huge shit, <laughs> <laughs> but he is now properly relieved ready to fly this plane at a nice cruising altitude. Yeah. We're not <laughs> suspecting any turbulence. Right. So that, that would but be a good thing. Your seatbelt fastened. That'd be a good
3: thing,
2: considering if your seat was near the, the poop deck, so to oh, speak. Yeah. But uh,
3: thank God, because the um, <laughs> the plane was a little bit heavy. You it know, was, it was. I got a great weight so, loss program, let me tell
5: you. Thank
3: um, you, Nick, for, for, like, you know, making us safe. Yeah, buddy.
2: you had to unload the extra baggage, so it to sure speak, did. right? It sure did. Well, guys. Drop the
6: kids off. More aerodynamic <laughs> now. Oh, hi, buddy.
2: <laughs> Drop the
5: kids
6: off the plane. Yeah. And this is Sprinkles. Sprinkles wanted to say hello. Okay. We, Bye, have, well.
2: a, we have oh, another co-host oh, Your cat, Sprinkles? Yeah. Well, Sprinkles has made not. a
6: lot of appearances there on the He has. He likes the attention.
3: Yeah, sprinkles was just getting away from the bathroom. That's all he was doing. Yeah, he was. He's,
2: breathing. he's breathing through his mouth.
1: <laughs>
2: I think Chris, Chris <laughs> Stewart, and, and the cat has a lot in common, right? Yeah. I but guys, we have a phenomenal show as we do every week, guys. Out to the top. From the top to the tippy tippy top to the rock bottom, guys. That's a new one, not like that one. Uh, first of all, I got to announce our special guest. Wow, she's a phenomenal actress lovely lovely actress uh she's in a very heavy psychological thriller thriller called 100 days to live and i hope i get the pronunciation right heidi Johannenmeyer, uh who plays rebecca she's the lead actress in this amazing film which really kept you on the tippy tippy top of your toes you Lots know. of twists and turns, guys. It was I, a lot going on. I would even say, like, some
6: Kaiser So Say level of twists, man. Right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. yeah. I'm with you, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. I was, like, I literally was like, what? Wait? Like, yeah, there three
6: There were a couple reveals where I was like, oh, shit. Okay,
5: cool. Yeah. Same. <laughs> Same.
2: Yeah. But uh, we are so happy to have Heidi on. Below the Belt Show. the 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 film actually also stars uh, Gideon Emery, who plays the creepy Victor, and also Colin mm-hmm. Egglesfield. He's been in a ton. They He plays Gabriel. Um, he was also on the uh, Melrose Place reboot with Katie Cassidy. ChaCha, did you, know, you watched the Melrose Place reboot? Um, did I watch it? I think you did. I I, I thought you did. Maybe you uh, did.
3: I think I started. I don't think I watched yeah. it at all.
2: Oh, okay. But
3: I, I would have forgotten the rest of my life that I ever even had a reboot if you didn't just remind me. <laughs> Until I reminded I you, I didn't it's one, know. It's just one season, right?
2: I think it only went one or maybe two seasons at the most. but yeah, but oh, uh, wow. yeah. But, wow. uh, but nonetheless, yeah, Colin Egglesfield is is in the film. Um, a lot of lots of questions. So we're gonna save all that for Heidi when she joins us. Uh, our guest will be on a little earlier than normal. She's actually either East Coast or Central and asked for something slightly earlier. Probably she has uh, – maybe she has kids up with the bed. I don't know. But anyways, we're happy to have her on, guys. Um, well, everybody can go to midnight
3: like we go every time. Yes, this is yeah. true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some, some people like to sleep. Yeah, I don't want to speculate, guys. Trash,
6: I uh, – move your butt. I, I appreciate your hoodie. As you can see, I, too, am wearing – Oh, nice. Shirt. Look at that. Wow. Yeah.
4: Nice. yeah. yeah. Alan Morgan,
6: you guys didn't get the memo this
2: time. I well, uh, I, well, I, hey, I man. When we book, when we get another Mandalorian star on the show. Um, I
4: mean, I have a baby time. Yoda t shirt, but I didn't know, um, guys. All right.
2: We didn't, we
6: didn't pass off the memo. Oh, there, uh, there you uh, go. There we go. There you go. Damn all right. it, Al. You had that all <laughs> ready to go, it's didn't you? She? He's ready to go. Uh, yeah, all yeah, right. right. I right don't actually, have anything. So.
2: <laughs> Maybe Yoda's gonna join too, guys. But uh... <laughs> okay, continue, sir. <laughs> That's oh, quite all right, Big Nick. But well, we have an incredible show, like I said, from tippy top to rock bottom. Um, lots of stuff going on in the world of entertainment. So let's let's just go dive dive, dive right in. into it, guys. Dive right in. All right. So Disney's latest live action film is Cruella. Starring Emma oh. Stone. I'm a big Emma Stone yes. fan. Yeah. She's got like yeah, a punk you, rock version You look. love her. I am a fan of Emma Stone. Yeah. Yes.
4: And I love Disney and I love Cruella you love DeVille, Disney. so I'm here for it.
2: And I saw the trailer. The trailer was dope. Which um, was awesome, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. and um, she will be Cruella DeVille circa the 70s. The film will not delve not into funny. her life prior to yes prior to terrorizing the puppies of London, as depicted in the original film. So this is a a prequel, if you will. So
3: the original of, film took place in the 80s? Well, I don't,
2: well, I don't know. I mean, they, they want to make it timeless, many of these. Uh, well, well, let's figure out which version of of Dalmatians
6: we're talking about, because yeah. if it's Glenn Close okay. Dalmatians,
3: then that's the 90s. Okay. Yeah. So it so yes. might have been 20 years younger then, maybe?
2: Can you not... Over my shoulder, I don't know
5: if she's playing
2: if she's playing the younger version of Glenn Close's character. Yeah. I don't does it really match timeline wise? I no, don't think so. It's... I think Glenn's a little more older, but yeah. um, but the cartoon
4: she's... one was what
3: in the 60s. Like, what early sixties? Yeah, yeah. 60s, yeah. So... yeah. Glenn Close is amazing in everything that she's in.
2: Absolutely, but um, and so was Emma Stone. Guys, the trailer looked yeah. awesome. Yeah, really man. looking forward for to this one. The I Tanya director, Craig Gillespie, uh, directed uh, Corolla. Okay, cool. So that's coming soon in theaters. Um, I saw
3: some people bitching about the movie, about the trailer, like, I, like really? something about Everybody. her mental illness and Disney's mm-hmm. trying to make the evil person mentally ill or. who what? I can't keep track anymore of what people are. I by. I
6: kind of yeah. gave up on it all, man. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the internet has made the world a lot smaller, and because because of that, yeah. fucking
1: everybody who's screaming
6: over sandbox
2: has gotten a little yeah. bit louder.
6: Yeah, um, and there's a lot, yeah. That, a lot of news
2: related to that, guys. A lot of news related to that. Everything or anything can piss somebody off. The right. Top of that. Right. right. And
5: anything.
2: it's really annoying as fuck. Seriously. Right. It
5: really, it really is. is. We got a lot of news about
2: that. We got a lot of news about that, but uh. <laughs> i know chachi you're a fan of nicholas cage's new trailer for his film willie's wonderland um <laughs> uh, it's another movie coming out um basically uh, out, the out. anima the animatronics yes. um come to life i guess and cause chaos and it's kind, kind of
3: like a chunky cheese
4: things. like it's ch- so like a- the robots come to life and it's the terror that we've always expected. Yeah. Yes. Know, like,
3: <laughs> people, people who are fans of the video game. Like, uh, was it Five, yeah. N- Five Nights at Freddy's? Or- uh, that's oh. a video game I actually don't play. I'm, okay. Uh, so I can play.
2: Wow, we stumped the big captain. But it's the
3: same kind of um, premise. And I heard Nicolas Cage doesn't um, speak at all in that movie. In in what? which movie? In, in Willie's. Uh, in the which, what's it called? In Willie's Wonderland. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't speak at
2: all. So he's a mute. He's his character's mute. I don't, I
3: don't know. know. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. I'm not sure why he doesn't speak, but um. Interesting. Maybe, I mean, he, he was just like, nah,
6: I'm not about it. And you just fucking, you, you can just film me doing stuff, but I'm yeah, not in the mood. Well, <laughs> yeah,
4: pay, pay me, pay me. Yeah. Pay me to be here. I'm not gonna talk. Yeah, <laughs> he's making
3: some weird um movie choices. choices. Like, he really is. Yes. He really no. is. it's like,
4: no. yeah. always been a little. Uh, yeah, I, I, expect that I feel like after the speaking.
6: Wicker Man, it kind of he kind of yeah
4: yeah
5: yeah. I want to yeah. see what movies he turns. He's
2: down. become like the Eric Roberts uh, of 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 yes. um, acting. That's you a know? great description. Right? We love yes. Eric Roberts. He's been on Below the Belt Show, but it yeah. seems like Nicholas Cage has come to the point in his career where where there if there's a paycheck, you got an actor basically. Adam I Sanders. don't know.
3: Adam yeah. is the same way.
6: No, difference is Sandler's making his own movies. He's yeah. he's still doing the Sandler thing. Well, he'll fucking fly off to some exotic location, bring all of his friends, and pretend
3: he's got a hot wife. Just a party. And make, <laughs> and make, fucking make a $50 movie, 000. right? Yeah. Right, right. But it doesn't mean the movie's any good, though. Uh, oh, he, from it, that,
6: well, after his snub with the. Um, fucking gems, what's it called? Uncut Gems? Uncut yeah, gems. Yeah. He purposely makes bad movies now and right. still makes millions as a way of saying, <laughs> fuck you, to the Academy. Right. So
2: good, good, <laughs> good for right. I really no love Uncut Gems. No love, for the, uh, no love from the Academy for Uncut Gems, you're right. Yeah. yeah, that was a good movie. Yeah, so the box office is pretty much very similar as it has been with The Crude still topping the box office at number one. <sighs> Insane. Amazing. Can you believe it? That movie's been out forever and it's the number one movie?
4: Because nothing yeah. else is coming nothing out. Is the coming out. And yeah. Well, I guess people going. are taking so, their kids and you know, being half like... Half
6: a million people have died from COVID. Nobody wants to fucking go to the movie theater. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, like they, um... Um... You know, only bring in like a million dollars a week. You know, when back in the day, yep. it'd be like, you know, $80, $80 million um, box yeah. office or $120 yeah. million box office. And now it's yeah. like $1 or $2 million box office is like the top movie.
6: That's well, right. The, two, two the other thing dollars that, I mean, if COVID
3: wasn't a thing right now,
6: it would be up against all the Marvel movies and Disney movies that would have been out already. It'd oh,
4: exactly. It'd be It'd be nothing. Well, exactly. oh, there you go.
2: Well, there's a new movie, Judas and the Black Messiah. That was a second place film.
4: I've never even heard of that.
2: Yeah, that's Daniel About Kaluuya. Yeah, Daniel Kaluuya um, as the slain Black Panther leader, leader? not Black Panther Marvel. Yeah, but uh, <laughs>
5: yeah, <laughs> the oh, yeah.
2: in the okay. Yeah, very good.
4: Okay, maybe I did hear about that. Yeah, yeah. I don't. And little
2: know. things, Wonder Woman 1984 and Marksmen are the third, fourth, and fifth, respectively. Uh, '84, still still Wonder,
6: Wonder Woman. Hitters.
2: Wonder Woman still in the box office with, with all the man rape. 1.3 million oh, wow. in its eighth weekend.
5: Oh, goodness, yeah.
2: crazy. Yeah. All right, so Marvel news. Movies in production include Captain Marvel 2. Thank God. Yep. Um, Brie Larson's Carol Danvers uh, uh, will have a new big bad in this upcoming um, sequel. Um, and they announce the actress, who is Zah Ashton. Not familiar with her. She was in Netflix's Velvet, Buzz, uh, Velvet Buzzsaw. She was in the Broadway revival Betrayal. Um actually you know what I saw betrayal. She was excellent in that. I did see that on Broadway. So um hmm. so she's a Broadway trained actress playing oh, the main yeah. villain in a Marvel movie. That's they terrible. haven't announced what her her role is yet. Well oh, that's cool. Um but oh. she will be the main villain. So that's pretty exciting. And of did course that's... expect um Monica Rambeau to appear. Um Tiana Paris from Wondernovation.
3: Have they announced the time frame for this movie? <laughs>
2: Um. Yes, it will be released in November. I mean, like what 22?
3: When is it gonna take place? Like, um, because the last one was in the 90s.
2: Last one was in the 90s. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if they jumped. 2000s. I wonder if this will be post.
3: This will probably be post Snap.
2: I think. Yeah. post out. Okay. Okay. Because they they needed to do the first movie to kind of introduce her character.
3: I thought I thought she'd be wearing like like low rise jeans and like. A trucker cap or something.
2: On on Dutch trucker cap, yeah. With yeah. <laughs> t <But,
3: laughs> T-shirt. t T-shirt. Listen God's Yeah. yeah.
2: As, as although that, I don't
3: remember from that time period. Although that would be cool.
2: I, I do agree with you, Nick. I think it's going to go back to contemporary for that one. All right. Yeah. Um, is my guess on it. Um, so the jo- Dungeons and Dragons feature film. Um, we already announced the cast. Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez, Justice Smith, the newest um, cast member is reggie Jean page who is the breakout star of bridgerton your grace you seem like someone that would watch bridgerton
4: of course I've seen am this. i right you have you watched? I listen i wasn't <laughs> one of the first people that saw because i don't i don't know where i was but like all of a sudden i saw this preview on twitter yeah. and i just i remember texting like my mom and my sister and i was like what is this <laughs> and you know my mom is a librarian and she really? also well, awesome. is like, she also thinks she's a British woman and that she be in like Elizabethan England. That's awesome. um, So she was like, oh, yes, this is like, and she loves Shonda Rhimes because she's like still obsessed with Grey's Anatomy. I had right. to for that years ago. <laughs> but she was like, yes, this is the new thing and blah, blah. blah. So I was like, uh, I love a period drama. I love interracial relationship. Yeah.
5: It's got like
4: romance. What's not to like? Now, is your mom and still alive, and, and there's a black queen, and I was like, hello? <laughs> <laughs> my wig and my hoop skirt and, it, all the it? Do- <laughs> and all the dogs.
3: Was it Queen Latifah? <laughs> no, no.
4: No, this,
3: no, this, no. I mean, I, know.
4: I literally, I think I might be the queen from Bridgerton for Halloween. I'm actually... Um, Wow, wow. to make cuts. Okay. but yes, my mom still is a librarian at um, St. Paul's School for Boys. Wait, it's got. To,
3: oh, okay, so it's actually a school. Okay, I was gonna say because it's got to be like weird to be a librarian nowadays because how many people yeah, go to the library? Right, Correct.
4: she does a lot more of um, like helping with like the writing of the term papers and okay. research, right. and, you know, all that other stuff. But well, yes.
3: you're yes, deal. Like, like when that damn like little bookmobile came around to your school, you're like, oh, oh yeah, shit, bookmobile. Like,
4: I thought, <laughs> so I saw them last. I saw my parents. Have
3: smartphones. We had to get study for the bookmobile.
4: Yeah, I saw my parents last week, and my mom had this mug that had like it was like of a of the card catalog, like it it looked yeah. like the card catalog on the on the mug, and I I was like, this is a cute mug, and I'm like, do they still even do this? And she was like, no. I
3: was yeah, like, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'll be honest, oh. that card catalog you can go fuck itself because that was the worst thing ever trying to learn that system. <laughs> oh, Brenda, here you say I that. I don't know it. Yeah, I know, right? You don't go uh, quiet out. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I was like, the only thing I knew was like um, smartphones. That's all i ever been experienced. i ever
2: been. Nick, I know you knew a lot about video games. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, we yeah. talked about Borderlands bef- uh, before, which is... We did. Sorry. Uh, Kevin Hart, Jamie Lee Curtis, Kate Blanchett. We announced Jamie Lee last week. They keep on yeah. adding new actors to the project. Jack Black, the latest name, yeah. to join as Claptrap. Who is Claptrap, big that mm. So so if if
6: Borderlands <laughs> had a mascot, it would be Claptrap. Claptrap is a little Basically R two D two on meth is what Claptrap
2: is. That is perfect. Wow. And yeah, yeah he'll he'll be the voice of Claptrap. You know, it's a, it's amazing because you you and video games and and Mike the General's odd and comic books are yep. pretty much you're both Yes. Yeah.
3: You <laughs> you're
2: the subject you can't matter stop expert. Them. You yeah. Oh
3: my god. Can't you're like that nobody else would know in the world. They're like, oh, yeah, I love that oh, one. Oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I accept my uh, truth. I accept yeah. my truth. I yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, Paddington 3 um, will be in <laughs> development, the follow up to the first two films. Um, if I you're a fan of the Paddington. first. Paddington, yes.
4: I never Paddington. saw them, but. The never never got into them. Cash cow. I mean, I loved Paddington as a child, like the books, but. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to yeah. sit yeah. there. Yeah.
2: Yeah, well, you're yeah. getting a third one, Your Grace, so be happy. be happy. All right,
4: I'll have to watch them all. <laughs> that was kind of thing too. I, I, He's uh, a sweet but... British bear that likes marmalade. and.
3: Well, How yeah, can you make a movie out of that? <laughs> Let alone three movies, fuck. Yes, three movies, Yeah. Movies. Movies.
4: It's, yeah. um, it's what's-his-name. Um, somebody really famous does- e- Ewan
2: McGregor, isn't it?
3: Is
4: he Paddington? Is it you? In the room? He's the does, he, does Does he not
2: do voiceover work? On maybe TV? he does. Maybe he does. Okay. I do. I have never seen him, but you know, maybe your yeah. future kids would love it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Peele, uh, his next. Uh, looks like he's sticking with the horror genre for his next film. That's a pretty um, good bet. Yeah, Kiki Palmer and Daniel Kaluuya, who was a star of Get Out, are um in negotiations. For the next big project that's being kept secret. So we don't know anything about this project yet. Okay. But uh, look out for it. Um, Param- Paranormal Activity. Uh, we're getting another one of those movies. Will Eubanks is attached to direct a new retooling of this film. Um, so if you're a fan of Paran- Paranormal Activity, which again was that indie film that that did yeah. it, man. The indie horror film just, just made it. It was,
5: this,
3: it was this Jennifer, or this generation's Blair Witch.
2: Yeah,
5: exactly.
3: Yeah. yeah I exactly. enjoyed those movies. I mean I thought especially like the first couple or whatever I thought was were pretty clever. Yeah, they but were, this is like a, it's like it's a it's a remake?
6: They're what calling it? it a retooling. So whatever retooling? that implies, um it's got a bigger it. budget this time around.
3: Yeah, bigger don't need, budget, yeah. I don't think you need to retool it. It's a it's a house is haunted. That's all you need to know. Like it doesn't you uh, know, make a new one. It doesn't need to be like rebooted or whatever. Yeah. Fifth
2: of the original 2007 film only had a fifteen thousand dollar budget.
6: Wow! It made how much? Two hundred, three hundred million? Something yeah, ridiculous like that.
2: something ridiculous.
3: And it came out in 2007. That's even more.
2: 2007? Yeah, that's
6: shocking. That you, long had like,
3: ago.
2: A, you had you Clerks, you have Blair Witch. There's a few films that are made with a micro budget that just exploded. Um,
3: short list what happens. I love that because it's not not relying on a crazy big budget and special effects and everything. Studio money. Yeah.
2: Exactly. It's just telling a
3: good story in a yep. unique way.
2: Yeah, very good. And you that make a lot exactly. of money. Yeah, beautiful. Um, so Mission Impossible Seven is almost to an end of uh. production. Um, of course, you know we all know about you know <laughs> Tom Cruise's outburst uh, at the uh, actors uh, or was it the crew that Who's was not crew? wearing masks? Yeah, yeah. Can can you blame him? You know? <laughs> yeah, I and mean, the I, guy I,
6: was I, producing it himself. You know, if if I kept making you know, thirty grand a year was <laughs> right. fucking up my film shoot costing oh, yeah. me i would be pissed too.
2: That's
3: a good point. And I'm they, sure that he warned them like once or twice. before oh, he said that he did.
2: So they initially God. wanted to shoot Mission Impossible 8 back-to-back with 7, but that's not going to be the case due to scheduling issues um, as Tom Cruise has to go on and do Top Gun Maverick, which is I thought that was already wrapped, but there's still more to shoot.
3: With, really? Uh, I thought that was done. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry.
2: You know, it was done. Okay. He's got to promote. He's got okay, so okay. to. Yeah, fits. he's got to promote Taco yeah, Mavericks. Yes.
3: Sense. I'm excited okay. for that one. Yes. I, I I'm on that. That
2: is a
6: movie. That is one of the few movies in the last, you know, since 2020 that I desperately want to see. Yes. I've yes, absolutely.
5: They, I
3: hope they bring him back on playing with the boys.
5: Yeah. That would okay, be
3: how, cool. Volleyball. Uh, I'd
6: definitely like to see some volleyball.
3: Yeah, how awkward was that scene? You know? Like,
6: yeah. and, and, poor, like, and poor Anthony Edwards, the only guy without a fucking six-pack, is like, you know what? I'm just going to wear my T-shirt. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you used to
3: right. that kind of stuff when you were um, a Marine, did you?
6: What's that? What, you used that play- kind of
3: stuff when you are a Marine. Did you like that?
6: While listening to playing with the Yeah, them yeah. Oh, we drank. We drank, okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. So what do you think about a face-off? Um... Reboots of John Woo's nineteen ninety-seven um, action film. Uh speaking of reboots.
6: I'm not so, about it. not about it. That movie was perfection and they uh, should leave it alone. Like back arc, to Superman, Arguably,
2: yeah, Nicolas Cage's uh, best film. That arguably. was
6: the, that was the first R rated movie that I snuck into as a kid. I love it. I love
4: Honestly, it. I think it was I remember like my sister and I we had um, like a family friend that would always take us the stuff that was like he was basically like our uncle he's passed away but like I right. remember him taking us to see that and we were like we were young right like, I don't know like not 17 and I just remember being <laughs> like that's so cool like kind of scary but cool I remember my mom being like you shouldn't have seen that but yeah like <laughs> it was a really good movie like yeah, yeah. All I, got- I loved- mess so, with it. Like the reboot's why in try good to... hands.
2: It's in good hands though. It's got Godzilla versus Kong director, Adam Weingart. Well we, we don't directed. know how good that movie is yet. Why can't we come I mean we've That's had true.
4: this conversation before why can't we come up with like anything else? Like why Well right. it depends how it's how it's
2: done. You know I, like for instance, I'm looking forward to coming to America right. 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 coming to number two America. Right. Right. Now, but Chacha um, you sent but, me this Chacha first
3: but first is that That's is that a face off is that phase off a sequel, or is that just going to be a reboot? This is going to be a reboot. It's a fucking reboot. This will be okay, a reboot. So we know how that's going to go. <laughs> well, I can guarantee so I can guarantee one thing because when they do reboots, normally they make a diverse cast. And I can oh, guarantee God, if God. one of the actors is white, the other one's not going to be black. I can guarantee
4: we'll that. We'll see. Because, or remember
3: last. No, or, no, no or, because, because that'll be like, it, literally it, it, literally, it, it, literally it, it, doing blackface if they do that. Oh. Do. Not, oh not, not, I can think that. I'm against
2: that. Yeah, that, that So you sent me this, uh, Chach, but I'm not sure because it wasn't on any other no. website, so it's yeah. not confirmed. But Ace Ventura 3 is in the works, with Evan Peters uh, reportedly yeah. sought after to take over the role. Um, and, and we have here our guest taking over for Ace Ventura. We have our guest a little early. Hey, uh, <laughs> <don't> <laughs> like, oh, thank you. We'll just welcome then. I guess we'll just start the interview early. Let's Why it, not? Let's right?
0: Do yeah, let's do it. Let's do it totally pop back in, by the way. I
5: just got an email that was like, it's 8 o'clock Central.
2: Does that work? And I was like, <laughs> No. Oh, yeah. Well, no, that would be, yeah, that would be. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, so now, nonetheless.
0: They, said they sent the wrong email. Oh. That's
2: okay. Well, we, we had you slated for uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central. Right. But, right. But, right. But nonetheless, right. let's just
0: let's just bring you on let's now. Let's right
2: into, into it. it. Let's it so what the heck? right? Wow, oh,
0: you guys are like on it. That's amazing.
2: <laughs> You're yeah. amazing. You're amazing, Heidi. Let's go ahead and introduce her, guys. She's an amazing actress. We all got to see this amazing film today. Psychological thriller that kept me on my toes. It was creepy. It was freaky it was oh man it was sent chills has down my twists, spine man and it,
5: twists it, it and turns, turns upside
2: down inside out guys uh actress and i hope i get the pronunciation right johannan meyer
0: oh that's perfect
2: wow
5: wow wow heidi
2: the- johannan meyer who plays rebecca uh in this uh psychological thriller um which um again heavy heavy film um um, I think with the, the pandemic, uh, you know, it, it, people's depressions, maybe at an all time high. <laughs> so maybe this kind of fits the theme of the whole uh, pandemic and everybody uh, <laughs> possibly being depressed, um, but it does tack- tackle a very uh, serious issue uh, in suicide. Um, Hadi, if you could tell us a little bit of how you got involved with this project.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I work out of Chicago and I was actually in Ohio doing a Netflix film the last summer and I got presented this script and uh, I'll never forget, I'm, I'm sitting in my hotel room, I was there for a couple weeks and I'm reading through this script, which is a psychological thriller and, mm-hmm. you know, with all the twists and turns and, and uh, I get to this one part in the script, and I get so angry that I slam the script down on the bed, and I walk <laughs> off with tears streaming down my wow. face.
6: Can I ask and you which part it is? Because I think no, I know the part because that was the part that got me too. Yeah, yeah, I think it was uh, like at the no,
4: the, part the first, like, twist. The first yeah. twist.
2: Yeah, I, I feel we should talk about all the non-spoilery things first, and cool. then we'll kind of. Uh, disclaimer our audience and we'll then we'll get to the alert. spoiler okay. questions cause Cause a little so early. Many, I have
6: so I many know. questions. Yes. So,
0: I love it. Okay. okay. Sounds awesome. good. Yeah, so the first twist. Um, and I thought I really want to do this. This is something I really want to do, even though I was, uh, I knew it would be psychologically challenging mm. and um, I knew the weight of it, but um, also having a, um, a really sincere heart for mental health because of family and friends and myself. Um, I just, I wanted to honor that. So there were so many reasons to say yes. Um, So I went after it and and then I had the opportunity to meet with the director, writer, producer, kind of like everything. Yeah. And um, he was just, so committed I mean from the very beginning I remember Marissa Ross is the casting director and she's amazing I mean she's cast huge shows like the Americans and and now we're blessed to have her in Chicago and um before I actually got cast I'd already done two reads for Ravine and he had me for coffee and I met his wife and his kids and I remember Ravine you can't do that um, and I remember him sitting me down at one point and he, he asked me, I I just want to get this off my chest. I just need to ask you, can you do this? Can you psychologically do this? And I remember in, in my mouth saying yes. And my mind saying, I hope so. <laughs>
2: um, and you, and you delivered, yeah. you certainly yeah. delivered Heidi, phenomenal acting and, um, this this must I mean this is huge because you're a lead in a major film um, with a great cast and uh, um, uh, congratulations uh, for, for securing that role. Um, what I thought was really interesting um, Heidi is that the director uh, Robin Gandhi um, is a corporate guy. He's not a film guy specifically. Yeah. He's CEO of GMM Nonstick Coatings, and he took three weeks to shoot. I guess a passion project. I guess right because. Yeah. That's- uh, filmmaking is not his first line of work. Uh, how, how did you find him as a director? Because he's not your typical film director from a film background. He's just um, a corporate guy with big, okay. a big idea and a big dream. So right. How, how well, was remember,
0: that experience? When I actually got offered the role, I remember calling my agents and saying, okay, so this could be a huge opportunity because it, it is my first time playing a lead in a film. I'm um, reoccurring roles on TV, but this was my opportunity to be the lead of a film and 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 in a dramatic film. I said, so it could either be a dream come true or <laughs> it could be a nightmare. You know what I mean? I he hadn't directed a film before, he hadn't written yeah. a film before. he hadn't produced a film before, and I thought, who is this guy? Right, <laughs> CEO,
5: right, CEO.
0: You know what I mean? Right. Especially from an artist background where yeah. we all like to like. You know, put our dues in and be poor for decades. And <laughs> we're
5: like, who are you? Right, um, right. But,
2: but you couldn't tell, though. I watched this film. Right. I, I read the, the bio of the director afterwards. Like, wow. I mean, what and I saw was amazing product.
0: So amazing. Um, and we've become so close. Uh, tomorrow, we're actually Zooming with Gwyneth Peltrow.
5: Oh,
3: wow. <laughs>
0: And so, like, cool. yeah. well, we had
1: you first. We he's had like you first for <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: We had like you first for Pepper Pots.
0: <laughs> and he's like, I'm gonna have a Zoom with Gwyneth Paltrow tomorrow. Do you want to come? Um, he has no ego, and he is just. Awesome. I always like to say, and it's so true. It's almost impossible to know Ravine and um and not put him on a pedestal. He yeah. is so hardworking and he's so intelligent and he doesn't have an ego. And uh, there was never a time where I didn't feel protected. You know, I, I I'm the female leader that saying, we have all these amazing male other like co-stars. Right. Between Ravine and Ryan Lamar, who's a producer, um, I just felt like the little sister of all these big brothers. Like it was, it was a, you know, this is, this is how I can bring it all together. There was a part where we were shooting and I said to somebody on set, I realized that if I'm not happy right now, I'm never going to be happy as an actor because this is everything.
1: And to deceive
0: myself by saying, if it were a bigger budget, if it were No, 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 no. The script is great. The role is great. My actors, Colin and Gid and Yancy are great. My director is great. My producer is great. If I'm not happy right now, then I'm never going to be happy. Wow. Yeah, he's amazing. I really, I can't say enough. We have all these dramatical scenes and people, people used to get almost weirded out by it, but we got to a point where he could read the other lines (laughs)
5: <laughs> it just
0: make me like, go there because I had such a trust level for him. Um, wow.
2: Yeah. That is amazing. Well, let's talk about working so closely with Colin Egglesfield and yeah. Gideon Emery. I mean, these are two seasoned actors. Um, how did you lo- enjoy, first of all, working with them as scene partners? And uh, did they, um, you know, perhaps give you any coaching while doing your scenes, any advice or in general? yeah like
0: um, so Gid and Colin are both amazing actors, amazing men, and they could not be more different. <laughs> um, so Colin is like the one you're gonna take to a party, and yeah. Gid is the one that you're gonna tell all your secrets to. Um,
6: <laughs> he He kind of had that vibe going for him. Throughout oh, the whole movie.
0: I have to tell you um, when he I wasn't
6: chiseled out of a fucking stump of. <laughs> redwood man i swear the dude was like
0: yeah. a stone yeah, loves-
6: statue <laughs> what what he did was he gave me all of his body
5: fat That's what he did. <laughs> he did
0: all of us on set he was like here you go here you go here you-. yeah no uh it is it is originally from south africa and he's um british wow. as well and he is just the quintessential gentleman um he is so thoughtful and you know just just easy to work with. you just look into those eyes and you just go there you know the my biggest difficulty was um was not loving his character I mean wow yeah, crazy. I found so much he brought so much humanity to this villain mm-hmm. that it was. You know, realized okay so when is the moment where i decide he's the bad guy yeah, you know right. and those are the best villains those are the best villains where you see so so much humanity um and then colin is mm-hmm. oh my god <sighs> <laughs> when we were so, shooting first in the beginning she, he's just <laughs> jokes yeah <he's laughs> <laughs> all the time and he's fun and he's sweet. And um, in the very beginning we had to take all those photos, you know, for the film. Right. And uh, that was the first time we met. So we hadn't shot any scenes yet doing these photos and we would be out in Chicago and it's summer and there would be crowds cause it's pre-COVID. Yeah. And- uh, I was gonna ask
6: when you guys shot. And yeah. Two years ago.
0: years ago, two years ago, which is crazy. Yeah. And, he would be like, he would make up these scenarios out of nowhere. And pe like,
1: it was it was
0: crazy. It was like these improv scenes that he would play out in front of people. And uh, he's just a ball. But you have to be on your toes at all times with him because he can get you in a lot of trouble. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he's one talking- of
5: those types.
0: No. He's totally... <laughs>
5: I can see it. I can
2: see it. it. Yeah. There's a lot of very heavy, I know, Morgan, you love that word, heavy, heavy material, very dark material in this. At any point during the script, were you uncomfortable with any particular scenes or subject matter? No, I really wasn't,
0: just in... I really uh, did my research beforehand and huh. I'm very blessed to be in the position where I have friends that are psychologists and therapists. And so they were my very first reference point Good. Who had, had counseled people who are suicidal, uh, manic depressive and who had seen um, suicide play out. Mm. And so speaking with them, that was my, my first step. My second step was, uh, doing research where people who had attempted suicide ended up not going through with it. Um, And that was through the internet and listening, listening to their testimonials. Um, And then lastly, it was just speaking to people who had lost people to suicide in my life. And um, so once you have the research and I knew everybody's intention with the film, Mm -hmm. I just felt like if I come at this as honestly as I can with as much, heart and strength that I see in these characters. Um, I don't need to worry about it. I need to let go of that, you know? So um, for me, the biggest thing that I learned and I realized through the process before we started shooting was the strength of these individuals.
5: Yeah.
0: You know, uh, people that battle suicidal thoughts are some of the strongest people in the world. Uh, It's not a momentary thought for them. It's an everyday, and, and they battle it for themselves and the people they love. And I just, I have so much respect after um, this film and the research that I did for, for people that um, stand up to it, make it through it. You know, I think yes. that there's this horrible taboo around mental health. And that's so unfortunate. It's so unfortunate because we don't need to be losing 22 people a day to suicide.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, wow. And And all a hand and say, you're not alone. And, and mm -hmm. and they're not alone. If we're all being honest, you know, nobody, nobody um, bats an eyelash at saying that they're taking medicine for their heart or their thyroid Mm -hmm. or, you know, anything. But, we still have this issue of talking about mental health and 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 we're really just doing society a disservice
2: yeah okay so do you feel that at the end of the day there is a message about mental health in
0: this film yeah i do you know i i really i think that's what makes us different than other psychological thrillers you know Uh obviously people that love psychological thrillers are gonna love this film But I'm actually not a huge thriller fan. I do like psychological thrillers. But I think the cool thing about this film is I do think there's a message. And that message is, you know, what you do with today and to not take today for granted and tomorrow. And that it's worth fighting for. um, Because it is. You know, Uh, it's really stuck with me. And something that Ravine has put on my heart is, I mean, Confucius said it but he was the one that introduced me to the saying and he said Confucius said we have two lives and the second one begins when we realize we only have one mm. and so I hope people watch this film and they really think about if I only had a hundred days to live what would I do but then they yep. multiply that and they right. multiply that and they right. keep doing that throughout their life you know unfortunately sometimes we get complacent and we stop asking ourselves what are we grateful for And I am one of those people. Absolutely. You know? So it's, it's, uh, I always say,
4: we all are. Like when I, when when you said that last line, like I told Al, I got like kind of choked up because it's like, you can, sorry, you can take like the small mundane things and it's like, but we're alive. And you're grateful, and like life is good, and it's, and it's hard, you know. Some days are better than others, and it's. I really thought that that was really
0: powerful.
4: Sorry.
5: (laughs) It's okay. Wow.
2: I I think that really resonated with you more.
0: As humans, is do what you're doing right now, and being honest. I mean, if we would do that for one another, we're not just here, (laughs) you know, to. We don't have to hide. We can be real with one another. And 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 the best way that we can do that is if everybody is real. There's this beautiful saying. I I came up on this really amazing organization and it's called um, Hope for the Day. And they're on Instagram. And I'm like, please let me find out. Oh, here it is. <laughs> and it says, the more we talk about mental health, the more we realize we're not crazy, fucked up, or insane. We're human beings going through this thing called life. Correct. And I I have been at lows in my life. You know, I mm-hmm. I have been at lows and I've been at highs. And the things that got me through the lows was another human being reaching out their hand saying, You're not alone.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah.
4: I, it just for me it's like you know, I was just watching the uh, Britney Spears documentary, and it's like 20 years ago we were all—I mean, and I love her, but like we were all talking about, oh my God, she's crazy—and it's like—and now, I mean, I—I I think we've gotten a little bit better with mental health, but we're—you're right—we're still not—we're not where we need to be. Like some—it's—I feel like it's like 20, maybe 30 percent. I don't know. Like some people are like okay, like this is something we can talk about. Like this is something we can like, it's, it's okay to go to therapy. It's okay to talk about how you're feeling because I believe you like that is the only way out. Like if you have another human being, someone that you can, even if they don't understand you, you can just talk about it because 20 years ago, Brittany was shaving her head and the world was calling her crazy. And like- know, I
0: think unfortunately I, I'm reading this really great book right now and it's how to think like a monk <laughs> and so- I laugh because I'm so far from a monk. Yeah. Um, so I'm <laughs> I, like, what? Uh, but that being said, I think unfortunately what you're dealing with is you're dealing with two very humanistic characteristics and one is humanity and the other is that if we pull somebody else down or yes. don't show our own weaknesses, some that, how that makes us stronger, but we won't get stronger until we support one another. Agreed. You know, uh, we don't diminish. I think this was, so I, I didn't come up with this. I'm going to preface the next thing I say, I mm-hmm. am not, <laughs> but we don't diminish our light by sharing our light with others. Away from it, you know? Um, And that's why my character does what she does. Mm. Yeah. In in the film, she works at a suicidal um, support group. Support group, yeah. Because her mom committed suicide because she has these um, these secrets, you know? And she finds peace through helping others. And I actually really do think every time I felt low in my life, I have found if I volunteer or I get out of my own mind, I feel so much better. I
1: feel so much better. I
4: agree with you.
2: Sure. Yeah. So I'd like to get more into the story of of the film. So this will be more spoilery. Yeah. Questions
5: based on the the movie. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Because we want everybody to
2: watch this film. But let's go into some of the major twists and turns. So first of all, my god my my jaw dropped with what i consider the biggest twist there's several of them yeah. Yeah. but the fact that all the victims were in on it
0: that, that was the one
2: where that, was that, that the one right. did you throw the script down
0: yes that's where i threw the script down I okay started. because to me that was the biggest betrayalment.
4: yes um, agreed in-
0: and, you know, also at this point, she she's just learning about his past. So I don't think that I've completely digested that when I feel the full betrayal. I think if Rebecca had been watching the film, it would have been more understandable where he was coming from. Right. But I all she heard when she's reading that journal is she was in on this. Yeah. And it was the ultimate heartbreak. I mean, it can almost take me back there just thinking about it. It was the ultimate because she was so in love with him. You know, um, this was this in a way her was her salvation. Wow. Yeah.
2: And I did have a question on on the character of, of Victor. Um, so he, you know, at first he seems like a normal guy. He's your coworker at the uh, suicide prevention line. And then things start to get really creepy with him um, and how he feels that he is responsible for some of the people that had committed suicide, or the people that he were, wasn't willing to save. Is it the gunshot that causes him to go crazy? Or is, that just, is it just the fact that he survived the suicide, um, what put him over the edge? Or did he actually get some brain damage um, from the gunshot? He
0: was stuck in the coma for a day, hundred days, but aware, which, you know, is, is the question when people are in comas, can they hear us? Can they right. feel us? Are they
6: conscious?
0: Right. Yeah. He was right. conscious, conscious like trapped. Yeah. He was, he was trapped. And what he really wanted was to be free of all this. Yeah. And he didn't even find that when he went for it. So I think it's that, I think it's feeling that, um, the thing he couldn't accomplish, he gives to others. You know, uh, that that would be a great question for Gid or Ravine. So this is just me from the outside looking Outside in. looking in, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it, I really, I saw so much humanity in Gid um, because, or I should say Victor until yeah. the last point. Because we can see it in everyday life. I mean, anytime, and it, it's in every, it's in every uh, sector of the world. You see people that are so consumed with one thought, and they're so centered on it that they forget that they're giving up everything that mattered to them on the way. I always say to people that are getting into acting, it's really important to think about um, what you want. It's equally important to think about what you don't want. Mm-hmm. You won't give up. What parts of yourself you won't give up. And that, that answer is different for everybody. And it should be. It should be a very personal question. Um, but he's so focused on this quest that um, he sacrifices. You know, everything oh. made him good.
2: Wow. And the uh, twist did definitely answers some questions as, as far as how he was able to get those photos uh, of you two together in bed and, of course, the yeah. other victims, because they're in them They let him inside the house, you know. It's it's kind of implied I, once, I once call it the dropped. I call it a Kaiser Soze moment. Uh, I That's, don't know if... It,
6: it's I, like, yeah. Was... That, that moment in The Usual Suspects for me will always be one of the greatest movie twists of all time. Exactly. And when... When the when you get the the, the 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 knowledge that it was all voluntary, it was all,
5: mm-hmm. yeah,
6: like it. Yeah. That's I, I had those same feelings with the Kaiser Soze moment. So I, I yeah. mean, I just don't think that's it, that's what I really enjoyed about it. And then for me, the other moment when your character finally—spoiler yes. alert shoots yeah. Victor. Yeah. I, no I was at all shocked moment. at that. I didn't know if, if Rebecca was going to let him finish what he was going to do, or if she was right. pl- plotting to kill him. I had no idea.
4: I was shocked.
6: And I was actually yeah. shocked that
4: the shocked. ending went away. Again. Yeah. I
6: was, I
0: I'm so happy to hear that. I'm so happy to hear that.
5: Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, I think that she probably had moments where she didn't know what she was going to do. But okay. when... Okay. When I went there, I knew what I was going to do. When I walked up those stairs, I knew what I was going to do. Ah. Um, and uh, and I think that as much as this was something that I never wanted to have to do, I also took joy in knowing it would end here. Yeah. Okay. You know, um, it was a very emotional scene to shoot, You know, to really be committed to it. It being in the moment, you know, that's always that's always the funny thing is, I wouldn't say I'm a method actor because I I leave it at set.
5: Sure.
0: You know, and that was something I had to decide when I took this project on, is because mm-hmm. you know, for 21 days you're playing these psychological scenes, and and I had realized that I could not bring that home to me. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I did commit when I was on set and when I was in a scene that I would go there. And so I knew in my mind who I was putting down. Yeah. And the, who I was saving. And I mean, I think I love her.
6: Yeah.
0: I mean, she's a <laughs> yeah. mom.
6: You kind of have to. She, you kind of have to.
0: Yeah. I mean, this uh, is where it wasn't a Dexter moment, but it, at the same hand, it was, this is a dirty job and she's willing to do it because it has to stop here. Yeah. Um, and also at one of her weakest moments. But that is that is the hero story. A hero doesn't need to be perfect. Right. What's interesting about a but hero that's perfect? Perfect, yeah, perfect heroes
5: know, are boring.
0: Yeah, I mean, if we really think about it, I told my son this the other day, um, and he's little, he's five. And I said, buddy, he mm-hmm. said he was scared about something. And I said, but being brave the only way you can be brave is if you were scared Mm -hmm. be ashamed of being scared you don't get the opportunity if you're not scared you know and we don't have the opportunity to the hero of our story if we don't pull ourselves up from you know some some i always like to tell people and i tell myself too our past doesn't define us it doesn't You gotta let go of it. Mm. From yep. the hero of your story, let go of it. Um,
4: it's not about how many times you fall down, it's about no. how many
3: times you get up.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Those are the people yeah. I respect.
3: Yeah. Did well, Rock you say that?
4: Phoenix. Right.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, when during the last scene though, Heidi, I, I actually I predicted that, that something would happen. I I didn't I had no idea. It. I, didn't. I just think Only because I, it was towards the end of the film. This movie was already so dark. We had to see some light at the tunnel and at the end of the tunnel and see some. I didn't know. But that's the I thing. I would have been totally you know? fine with it if it went the other way. He, he, oh, you'd been okay like with it. I was okay.
5: prepared. For it to I was prepared go. for that. I was prepared yeah. for that.
2: Watching I'm, it, my prediction was that uh, the detective would 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 break in and barge in.
4: And, and was
2: like, oh. That's what I was thinking, but they gave it to you. For yeah. the kill.
4: wonderful i thought and, and they should have
2: because should've. he's yeah. a serial killer of sorts even though they went voluntarily yeah. so your character has no um um repercussions of from shooting him, correct right like, right none
0: yeah okay. yep. which is no. a little hollywood right. but that's okay that's yeah. okay i don't yeah. know i mean i, I think that's he, he knew, the detective knew, and I had left him that sign. You know what yeah. I mean?
4: Yeah. The yeah. yeah. So,
0: so whatever, yeah. yeah. Um,
4: ah, that's... that's it was like, song. he was basically like, we got it, thank yeah. you. Like, there you
6: go. Yeah, with cops, yeah. it's not what you know, it's what you can prove. And he decided
4: what to I liked he that, you I liked that, that he was yeah. like, yeah. okay, yeah. our girl, we like this. Like, yeah.
0: I don't yeah. think if it would have ended a different way that I would have... Um, uh, I think I would have been a little bit more uneasy about doing the role. I'm glad that people think it's going to possibly end one way. But I'm really glad it ends the way that it does. Because yeah. I feel like there would be that message of hope and strength if it didn't end the way that it did.
6: I agree. I agree. And But that's what I also really respected about the film is that, um, I can't remember his name, your director's name again? Yeah, Ravi. Ravi. Ravine, the yeah. way he was able to style the film it it made itself that way, and it it like I was able to kind of take that ride with it and kind of accept it. Yeah. Um, I appreciated that Rebecca made her decision and took out Victor and left that the way it was. but it was just the styling of his of of the filmmaking and the way they captured those moments really made it believable to me that it could very well have gone in that direction. And like, I'm thinking in my head of what that ending would have looked like and it would have fit with the rest of it.
0: Right. Uh, And that's what made it
6: so good. That's what I enjoyed about it.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I really, you know, we recorded several, several different voiceovers for when uh, I'm driving off. And the biggest thing that we wanted to present to the audience is that she's not suddenly okay, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's not like- Part the opposite. Very mm-hmm. right. like, got to all figure it out. Uh, and we really wanted to present it that, you know, she was gonna work towards the future. That was what we were presenting. Oh, hi, kitty, kitty, kitty. goals.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, Heidi, well, wow. I, yeah. you, uh, Morgan, please go ahead. Sorry, I just
4: thought that. thought that that like, the last part was, like, so poignant because it's, like, you know, we're not all okay every day. We're not all happy every day. But, no, like, no. but you are, you wake up, you are alive, and you're mm-hmm. grateful for that, and you know that you won't give up, and you know that you're stronger. And I just was, like, yeah. And yeah. that's when I just, like, lost it. I was, like, yeah. yes. I was, like,
0: <laughs> yeah put the whole film yes as the tagline right but, there. what you said
4: I know so many people women men like old or younger like everyone is like even through COVID like before COVID after it's like there's a point in everyone's life where we're all struggling and like that line is just like like I try to do that th- same thing every day I try to go what am I grateful for? And I try to like write a couple of things down, and then I do like an affirmation. It's like some days are easier than others, but like we are alive, yeah. And yeah. that is something to be grateful for. And you know that you are stronger, and you know that you can keep going. Oh, and yeah. so, so, thank you.
5: Oh.
2: Thank you.
4: Really
2: of yeah. course, this um, amazing <laughs> exactly. movie is on demand. Um, there's actually yeah. a website, One Hundred Days to Live. Co. Uh, yeah. It's and, so um. To
0: number 17 on Apple TV, which yeah. is yes,
2: so oh, crazy. Sweet. It, it so this press release said 22, I so now it's up to 17.
0: Heidi's eyes are like this
4: beautiful blue. Like she's, <laughs> like,
2: she's just yeah, like
4: yeah. stunning. I'm like
2: she is stunning. So Great is actress,
4: wonderful person, but stunning. also. Yeah.
2: But one <laughs> quick thing I wanted to talk before we uh, let you go, Heidi. Uh, you're a part of one of my favorite shows, Shameless, yeah. and oh, played. Yeah. And I rewatched your episode to recall your character. You were Len, the yogi, yes.
5: um,
2: who had your scooter stolen. And this is a talk about a completely different type of project, a comedy. And yeah. Shameless also shot in Chicago, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was great. So um, tell us about uh, you about that project, uh, working that episode, working closely with Ethan Kakowski who plays he's Carl. So, I mean, he's just yeah.
0: so enjoyable. It's 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 unreal. So, I mean, you work with, I've been, I've, I've been fortunate to work with a wide array of actors and some, you know, I had on a pedestal before I met them, you know, Annette Bening, mm. uh, Patrick Swayze. I, I, I went into it being like, don't make a fool of yourself. And then <laughs> um, they were so kind and gentle. Um, and then there are people that you didn't realize should be on pedestals like Alfred Molina and yeah, yeah, oh my God, he blew my mind and Ethan and, and you just, that's the beautiful thing about getting to be an artist is every day you're discovering these people that you're working with and you're just blown away by their talent, especially I have to tell you in a city like Chicago, Mm -hmm. every day we had these actors come on set and I was just humbled by how terrific they were. Um, and that's the beauty of, uh, of these, these artists is everyone's waiting for an opportunity. And man, when somebody gets it and they shine, it's just, it's really something to be in the midst of.
2: Yeah, but you did great and shameless.
3: Great. Well, can you expand upon interest. any more with um, working with Patrick Swayze? Yeah, what's Swayze like?
0: He was, I have to tell you, so funny. And talk about somebody who is just so strong. I worked with him on his last project, The Beast. Yeah. Oh, you know?
5: really? Yeah. Oh, right, right, right yes.
0: Um, and I worked on the season finale. So I worked oh, with him cool, on right. the last episode that he ever did in his career. And um, so he was fighting cancer
3: at the time that um, he was filming that, right? Okay. It was. Yeah.
0: So much pain. And okay. you never know. You know what I mean? You'd never know. But wow. he
5: was scene. Not- and
0: I'll never forget, um, my husband came to set to see me, which he never does. He's actually very shy, and he's, like, an artist fireman, and that is not his scene. He, like, <laughs> so he happened to come see me, and I was doing my scene, and the monitors are set up, and chairs are set up, and so somebody was like, well, go take a, se- a seat by the monitors and watch her. So he does and he's sitting there and all of a sudden he feels this presence right next to him and he looks over and he's like, and it was Patrick Swayze." <laughs> <laughs> then when he had looked over, he looked down and he realized he was sitting in his chair, like in his chair. Oh, god. <laughs> <laughs> so my husband's like, mm. oh, oh my god, I'm so sorry. And he's like, no, sit. And he like put his hands on his shoulders, like, Watch your life. He was was, was that kind of guy. That's cool.
3: So, yeah. And there's always actors that you think are, are, you know, great people. And, like, it's always good to hear someone reaffirm that, you know, in person. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, Alfred Molina, I have to tell you, blew my mind. I got to do a play with him in L.A. And I had this entrance... Uh, every night right before his big monologue for the cherry orchard where he like bears his soul and heart, and every night dr octopus i was like yes, every (laughs) night i was like trying to wipe the tears before i went on (laughs) because he just broke my heart every night he was just so good and and at the same hand he is like just the kindest human being you know so I awesome. gotta tell you, it's uh there are good people in the world. There are good people in the world and we just we just awesome. need to connect with that more, you know?
2: Yeah, absolutely, awesome. and, and the fact that throw out the last question, are there any dream projects left for you, Heidi? Um is there yeah. particular maybe fandom, Marvel, you know <laughs> fantasy. You just, what would I you mean, like to do
0: next? Absolutely absolutely dream job is to be a Marvel character. I mean it's yes. just Yes. And we're, like, Marvel fanatics. So, I mean, female Thor. Debbie
5: uh,
6: does. <gasps> all right. You can pull it off, definitely. I
0: can see it. I, can, I can see it, yeah, yes. it is anyway. Um, and I'm going to mispronounce his name. The director that did Radnorak, uh he also did... Um,
6: Taika Waititi. Oh!
0: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> You'd love yeah. to work with him one day
0: that is a dream job. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, my kids would really like if I work with Dwayne Johnson, um, (laughs) and uh, to believe it, believe it or not, I really love playing strong women. And so any like Marvel or kind of like Hobbs and Shaw, you know what I mean? Shaw, I'd be up for that. I kind of want to be a cast woman. Um, I like to watch any scenes where there's black widow and then, and then tell everybody in the room, I can do that. And then they're all like, no, you can't. Um, <laughs> and you're like, Watch me. <laughs> watch me. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of. Awesome. Something like that. All right.
5: Heidi,
2: amazing interview here on below the belt show. Uh, Got to <laughs> check out 100 days to live. Please check it out on video on demand. Apple TV, uh, Buy, buy, rent this this amazing film, yeah. Heidi. Before we let you go, if you could let us know who you are, throw out a plug for 100 Days to Live. Yeah. Um, let us know you're on Below the Belt show and throw out a catchphrase quote or whatever whatever you want at the end.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is Below the Belt. I'm Heidi Joe Henningmeyer I'm talking about 100 Days to Live, psychological thriller. You need to rent it, buy it right now. Amazon, Apple, on demand, and uh, check it out. See if you can get all the twists and turns before we get you.
3: All right, beautiful. Awesome, awesome. Thank you. Have
0: a day, you guys, this is so much fun. I'm so. Thank
2: sorry.
0: you. I literally wish I could show you the text. I'm like walking around with <laughs> eye patches on, and all of a sudden I look down and I'm like. We're
5: we're, we're happy you. to have you.
0: Thank
6: Early, you. late, on yeah, time. We love yeah. you either
2: way. all
3: good. Way, it's all should we
2: do a, a snapshot? Yeah. Uh,
3: yes. Let's yes. do a photo
2: If so could okay. smile.
3: <laughs> and, uh, on the count of three, hold on. Alright,
5: ready? One, two, three. Yay.
3: Awesome. Heidi,
2: thanks so much. Have a great night and uh, good good luck with your career and, and future projects.
5: Thanks. We, so we much. love your
2: film. We love your Thank film. You. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> wow, that was Heidi Johanning Meyer, the star of the psychological thriller. One hundred days to live. All right, I liked her. awesome. She was yeah, fantastic. she past. seems great, huh? I liked
4: her and she was really cute. And...
2: <laughs> she is a beauty. Wow, she does beautiful
3: like,
4: eyes. I'm not like when Sabrina's on here going like. Ugh, like
3: <laughs> oh, you were talking about peeking through a window? We threw we threw a little subtlety. We're
2: a little more subtle that one. <laughs> yeah. I
4: didn't... Very cute. She was very sweet and cute, but, like, you could tell that she also, yeah. like, really cared about them. Like, I just liked her. Like, her energy was also very
5: Absolutely. good. Absolutely. Like, that was great. awesome. Awesome. Great film. Make sure
2: you check it out. Definitely. We'll throw out a few more things before we take a yeah. classic cut break. Um, so, um, Chachi, you sent me this. It's from the same source. So, this this particular website might throw out rumors. They might be true. might be not true. But since we have the Captain Big Nick here. Um, there's news that the Ryan Johnson Star Wars trilogy is still moving forward. I oh. saw
3: this too. That's next year, though.
2: Yeah, um, I know. I know you love Ryan Johnson. Nick's already oh, standing
3: in line for the um, for the movie.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh,
3: gross. Yep.
2: So, um, author, uh, I guess, Soraya Wilson. I guess Ryan is 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 um, collaborating with this writer or author. Um, And the quote was, I'm just going to post this now because I can see that I'm going to get a lot of requests. Yes, Ryan's Star Wars trilogy is still on. No dates or timelines because he has other projects going on. But it is happening. That is all I know about. Well, if we get lucky, maybe he'll get hit by a fucking truck or
6: something.
3: (laughs) We don't wish that. (laughs) No, we don't wish that. I don't want
6: him to die. Just maybe out
3: too. changes his mind.
6: What's that? Stick the knives out two and three, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, Leave Star you, Wars alone, man. Yeah. He, no,
3: no. He, what he he Leave
6: things. it to John Favreau and fucking yep. Dave Filoni. They got it covered. Yeah. You know, I can't.
3: And, I can't imagine Disney going for that because it's it's so um, polarizing. Like off the bat, like you already have a huge segment of Star Wars fans who don't want to see his movies. You know, so why why go off the bat with a trilogy that you know? is going to have that many fans. I mean, you just have to have like the most amazing trailer in the world exactly. and some people still won't see it. Exactly. Yep.
2: Oh. So I think this is a good way to pivot it to Disney plus and news on the Mandalorian and Gina Carano specific. We did talk about it last week, but yeah. more news has arrived. Of course, we all know that Gina Carano has been fired by Lucasfilm and the Mandalorian. So her character Um, I guess with her playing that character uh, will not be returning. I mean, it's very possible they could have another actress. I'm um, sure they
6: could recast. There's plenty of people out there, but you know what they'll do? They'll hire Ronda Rousey. That's what they'll fucking do. (laughs)
2: That would be an ultimate slap in the face if they wanted to do that. But um, it's interesting because, well, if you didn't know, um, yes, controversy over posts on social media um, and um, she... Basically compared to being conservative to being a Jew uh, in the Holocaust, you know, and um, Lucasfilm thought that was very abhorrent, Um, you know, she is already in hot water. So this is the thing. Gina was already on hot water um, for transphobic comments saying beep bop boop instead of him, her, they, you know. Yeah, she
6: wasn't she didn't uh, use her preferred pronouns in her bio. Right. And then made a shitty joke is what she did.
2: She made a shitty joke. Yeah, She was already criticized for that. The thing is, is you're given a role in one of the biggest fandoms of all time. And one of the most successful. I mean, this is the first star Wars project that's getting nominated as a series for, for the acting, for the, for the, the, the overall show itself. Yeah. Getting noticed by award shows. And couldn't we- couldn't
6: leave well enough alone.
2: Sheesh. Honestly, you know whether you lean right, lean left, radical, non-radical, it is probably best to pander to to the left. Well, let's it, be real. So left-leaning, um, you know, uh, people that run Hollywood and sure, Lucasfilm right, in particular. Right. Just, just, just remain quiet and, and just. I yeah. mean, I mean, if I'll put if it to you it want this to way, job. I mean,
6: like I, I, I like to follow the idea of Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe has said, you know, since he is one of the most famous people out there, that right. he doesn't touch social media. He is not on Twitter. He's not on He's Facebook. Smart. He's not on any of that shit. And well, that's going to prevent. doesn't. A lot of issues, you know? Yeah. Like, if, if I ever became famous, I'm fucking cutting loose all my social media because yeah, I don't want to participate smart. in that bullshit. Yeah.
4: But, and, so, and, but, I guess, yeah, okay, go ahead, continue. Or you
2: can just be very careful on your social media.
4: Yeah. That, I mean, it, if it, it was, you guys are friends with
6: me on Facebook now, you'll see how I use my social media, and that's just to share funny memes that don't really right. make fun of anybody besides right. myself. That's what I do. You know, it's fun. But, but you know, uh, the it's problem not really being. Good. Yeah, I'm sorry. Her problem was that Disney wanted her to put out an apology for the beep, bop, boop thing. Right. And she didn't do it. Instead, she made another stupid comment. And it yep. doesn't matter if she, I mean, she could have been a, a Democrat or a left leaning or whatever yep. and so, done the same bullshit and she still would have gotten fired. So because the latest.
2: is that Gina claimed to be a victim of cancel culture, which is definitely going on right now. Um, um, She will be collaborating with Ben Shapiro to develop and produce a movie project. Um, Ben Shapiro um, runs the Daily Wire, which is a conservative website. Um, And um, so, you know, granted, that's not Star Wars. It's not The Mandalorian. Um, Another thing that I just read is that the Cara Dune action figures... Are, are going to be canceled. So, yeah. you know, things are things are happening. But here's um, a, here's the, yeah.
3: I mean, I mean, here's the truth of the matter. Like, um, she, she should have watched what she said because she knows right. how society is nowadays. Because you have eyes, you see how it is, and you see how there are double standards. Because yeah. like even even um, Pedro, what's his Pedro, what's his name? Pedro
6: Pascal. He made yeah. a very similar comparison.
3: Yeah, yeah. He had he had on his um Instagram, and his Instagram was totally political talking about comparing Trump to um, Nazis and Trump supporters to Nazis, and it's... I and don't he, got, like, no, he personally, got no
5: heat for it, right?
3: Probably he got he zero heat for it, you know, zero heat. To, I, mean, I, I don't like any of the comparison about comparing anybody to Nazis or Hitler or whatever. I would think it's yeah, a weak we comparison. can we
6: just leave fucking World War Two out of it? Right, because... Long. It's not that bad.
3: Basically, that's all people know of as the worst thing possible was Hitler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, there's other dictators and leaders before that killed more people and were equally or more heinous but people just know hitler from from school that's all they know about history so everybody compares anybody they don't like or anybody who they think is bad to hitler, Fucking hitler. but yeah but it's definitely a double standard where if some people can say comparisons and not get any heat at all other people will get fired yeah um but it's it's also the people who are targeting them because you have people who like like she's not she she's not saying what we want her to say we're going to just bombard disney with um tweets and mm. uh and Facebook messages, and Disney's going to yeah. be like, "I don't want to deal with this kind of shit," and and just
2: exactly. Yeah. Although they they did yeah. give um, James Gunn a second chance, and he made joke ped- pedophilia type jokes. Oh, they
6: made him. They gave him a second chance after DC scooped him
4: up. So that's okay.
5: Yeah.
6: So
4: that's okay.
5: Yeah.
6: God forbid right?
4: you're a right person, and I am not. Like I am very in the middle, but like I just have seen. Like, all of this is just very odd to me. It's like, you it's can make jokes about pedophilia,
3: it is. but you can't yeah. be a Trump supporter.
4: Like, right. and yeah. again, right. not saying that right. I support him, but right. like, what the right. fuck? Like, that doesn't make any sense.
3: Yeah. yeah. My whole thing, there's people, people support candidates for a thousand million different reasons, you right. know, like, I mean, it could you be who, just because of taxes. It could be because of abortion. Right. It could be because of the environment, you know. Yeah, I don't care. You have two so, fucking choices, really, when you go to vote. Mm-hmm. Pick one of the two choices, and you don't right. have to agree with everything they say. But and you
4: have a conversation with your neighbor, yeah. who you've been friends with for twenty, thirty years, and mm. like people are so quick to just be like, "Oh, you're canceled. You're canceled," and like that's a thing. I think that is harming us. It is. I, I think I taught talk, I've talked about this every we're time. Like before. we're not, we're not teaching people anything. You're not learning anything. Notice Gina didn't
2: apologize. Or, or, I mean, she could have just, even though a lot of apologies aren't sincere, but they do it the right. same face.
3: Yeah, yeah. but, but she, they, wouldn't, she, they, wouldn't have, they wouldn't have cared. No, nah, she, she told she, them to go to, fuck themselves. I mean, yeah, people, yeah. people want blood nowadays. They don't want an apology. <laughs> people aren't really offended. Do you think people were offended because she compared? Um, people getting treated bad to how Nazis treated somebody. People don't really care about that. People care because no. they didn't like her. They wanted yeah, her gone. Like, how, about
4: trying to, like, how about trying to like heal us as a society and like make us come together like as one and like, you know, the universal language of love. Like yep. I know that sounds like hippy dippy, yep. but like that's what Heidi was saying. And it's like, people don't want to look at that. They just want to be like, you said this. You did that. You are against me, and, and so you're against my entire nation. So we're canceling you. It's like we can't even give people a chance. Like, like let's sit them down. Like, yeah. let them go through a training. I don't know. Like training,
3: training. I think the best, the best cure is for you to like, if you don't like huh? somebody or a certain kind of people or whatever, the best is to become friends with somebody from that group and see how they right. really are a good person. Because like, I know back in the day there were people who didn't like gay marriage, you know, now it's pretty right. acceptable. But back then, most mm-hmm. of the country was against it. And I remember I had, um, you know, somebody who, like, I, I respected, who was a lesbian, and she was with her partner for, like, 25 years. You know, I just being friends with her, I'm like, well, who am I or anybody else to say that she can't get married when they've been together for 25 years, much longer yeah. than most heterosexual couples. Actually, that's exactly, exactly what, you know?
6: what i yeah. Going, going so, back to Gina Carano real quick, last thing. Yes,
2: yes, yes, before we the move on. The
6: ironic thing about all of it is that it with them canceling her and firing her and getting rid of her action figure and all that bullshit they proved her point mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. the point that she was making on that abhorrent tweet that she said right proved her point and that is just it's ironic and
2: unfortunate
3: and uh,
2: she it, was great on the show she I was mean, yeah. you know personal beliefs aside yeah, yeah. and she was a larger like
3: a larger woman who like you haven't really seen like somebody who is really big or intimidating in real life? Who's good? The kind of role. Good. Right. Like it. normally the action females are like ninety pounds.
6: Yeah. Yeah. She that, could. That's a very she did cool. her own fucking stunts. Yeah. Yep.
2: You know. Absolutely. Well, let's talk go. about another great Disney Plus show, and that's Wandavision, guys. Did you? Have, yes. Guys, watch the sixth episode, the Halloween episode.
5: Yep. yep. I am
2: loving how they're tying in Evan Peters, Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. Um, uncle Pietro snoring on the couch and playing with his nephews. And, um, and, uh, you know, of course seeing the classic costumes of, mm-hmm. of Wanda and vision, which, you know, cool. I like. yeah, that. these, these go way back, I believe to the, to the early eighties or even seventies. Um, um, some of them, yeah, some, so yeah, the, the look of the costume and of course, Evan Peters, uh, Quicksilver. His uh his costume was was uh definitely um inspired by the the comic book costume and then we finally got to see that Wanda's twins have powers you know and which is no surprise I mean if you read the comics General Zod who was here um last <laughs> week to- talked yeah. about Billy sure uh, and Tommy being wicked in speed you know and uh, of course we saw Speed's abilities uh, with his uncle. Um, which is great. Um, but then we saw some really creepy things like some people frozen and then and people re- repeating motions and just, just weird shit
5: going on. So A lot of weird I'm, shit. Yes. I am
2: really curious, um, to where that's going. And then, you know, as we talked about it last week, I think we're starting to learn more about agnes who is supposedly that agatha harkness character mm-hmm. um if you if you if you notice she was a witch and general zod like general zod mentioned last week that she was one of the ori- original witches from the witch and witches salem or whatever um and uh, her costume was a witch so i think we're we're starting to get all those uh comic Book storyline beats um
3: i mean is yeah. this stuff way over the normal person's head though i mean this is like a lot of inside real nerdy shit there it is like, yeah they're,
6: they're definitely um uh, yeah the themes yeah. are deep and the and the the easter eggs so to speak are well hidden yeah. But, yes yeah
2: yes 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 and uh, of course we, we we still need answers because they did recast pietro um you know um i'll be curious it, to see
6: how that pans out yeah how,
2: how they explain that and whether or not is this the birth of um the multiverse yeah, yeah. which i hope um, it is yeah so uh another great very exciting episode and supposedly episode 789 will be mcu quality episodes so they fucking yeah. better be
6: because the first four episodes Moved at a glacial goddamn pace. Nothing happened, really.
2: We were entertained uh, in something different that we haven't yeah, seen Marvel
6: tw- do. Before. You know, seventeen-minute episodes with twenty-minute credits. Sure. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they are they are long credits um
2: yeah please stand by yeah
3: so what can yeah. they, what can they do for like i guess the next episode gonna be the 2000s what are they gonna do We're, like a reality reality show type of episode from you what, what was, i hear they're going like modern family with
6: it or like okay. um or like okay. the office where they like have like the interview thing
3: you've actually heard you've read that i did yeah okay.
2: really i had not heard i that was wondering there. like
3: about that or maybe like a reality show like The Hills type of thing or whatever reality shows that we're in. Because
6: because the 90s was Malcolm in the Middle. Completely Malcolm
3: in the Middle.
2: Right. I guess it would logically have to go that route, but I thought when they mentioned it would be three MCU-style cinematic type of episodes that they were done with the sitcoms. I thought that was the case that you're reading otherwise.
6: I'm thinking it'll probably start with the sitcom just kind of like how the Halloween episode did. Okay. And then it'll probably branch out into MCU stuff. We'll see. MCU stuff. I mean, it's okay. all. I mean, we're all guessing here anyway. We'll okay. find out some. We'll find out on Friday.
2: Um, let's talk a little bit about HBO Max's uh, Justice League. Zack Snyder's Justice League. The full trailer just dropped. Um, good. I gotta admit, I'm really, really looking forward. To yeah, guys. I thought I it looked really, good. Um, um, We got to see Dark Side. Yeah. Um, of course, in the um, the original Justice League, we only got to see Steppenwolf. So Dark Side's completely. Um, you know, new for this cut, and of course, in the comic books, Darkseid is, you know, he's the big bad man. He's, he's the big the, bad. He is, he's, the, he, is the, he is the Thanos
6: of the. Exactly. Of the MCU exactly. Yeah, in fact, that was the a comparison. Like it was almost a complete knockoff. <laughs>
2: well, who knocked I, off who? I Hill? have to agree. I have to agree. Who I have knocked to agree off
6: who? I don't know. Um, no. We'll, we'll yeah, ask. We'll ask the general that question. Yeah, the general
2: yeah. <laughs> will probably be able to answer that one.
6: Like, oh, Basically, of course. Let me tell you.
2: Yeah. Which whoever first appearance, uh, yeah, that that's basically what it is. But uh, yes. and we already mentioned that Jared Leto's Joker pops up to to deliver his classic line: "We live in a society." So, um, mm-hmm. again, this drops in March, guys. Really looking forward to that one. I am. It actually
6: looks good. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, you know, Joss Whedon, he had his. Uh, did you guys talk about the Joss Whedon stuff? We last talked week? a lot about the, yeah. the.
2: We we do have some new news on, on him, but yeah. yeah, you know he he rode that Firefly Co-
6: and Buffy train for as long as he could, right? And for the longest time, people thought he was God's gift to nerd culture. I uh, I, I kind of lost track. Of, I mean, he did good with the Avengers. He I yes. thought he was the right person to make the Avengers happen.
2: First Avengers film, right?
6: The first Avengers film. Um. But then he totally, totally lost his mojo. And I'm not, and now, I'm and not now surprised all these, at all with the news that's with, come with out a, about it. With,
2: with the personal issues, the, the yeah. allegations, yeah. Not surprised at all. But well, we, can, we can delve into that a little later. Um, the Peacemaker um, series, which is uh, a spin off of John Cena's character from the Suicide Squad movie, have mm-hmm. just um, added some new series regulars. Danielle Brooks, you might know her as Tasty from Orange oh, and New Black. Oh, oh hey, Jordan, okay. right? yeah, yeah, she's joining the cast. Cool. Um, Chris Conrad, Jennifer Big Holland, tasting. Robert Patrick, who is actually going to make an appearance in The Walking Dead. Charlie. Oh shit! Um, One, but he won thousand, good for him. But he's also making an appearance in um, in uh, Peacemaker. Cool. Also, HBO Max is going to revisit the Constantine series. So this was already a series, oh, about this, yeah. yeah, on NBC, which they brought back the actor to play Constantine in the CW Arrowverse. Mm-hmm. But now J.J. Abrams is executive, executive producing um, a new Constantine series, which will be oh, wow. a younger, a younger version of the character. Yeah, and with um, what's his name from Rogue One?
6: His name, I can't remember. Oh, Rogue. Um, oh, Reese, something or other. Oh, somebody I from.
4: want to be him.
6: But, uh, what the fuck? What, he just did um. Something else too, Reese, something or other.
2: You okay. I'm talking about one of the actors or one of the the uh, one of the actors.
6: So they one of the actors from Rogue One. Going okay. to be Constantine. Uh, he was also in Venom. What the
2: fuck is his name? Oh,
5: okay. Reese yeah. yeah or... Interesting enough. Out,
2: I don't I
4: can't, like. Well, I can't get a
2: name. Well, I, I'm not. Yeah, I, that's interesting. You say that because I'm reading here that the search is currently on for the actor to lead the series. Oh. So he, He's probably playing a different character. I read that on maybe?
6: Yahoo News. So he might, he might be playing someone else. I don't know. What
2: okay, yeah. Or, or maybe it was announced, you know. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm um, the computer. I could just find out. Fuck. Yeah. Hold Chachi, on. the king of the 80s. will happen to you know the Gremlins are um, going to be on uh, HBO Max. I think we talked about this. This will yeah, be an animated, animated, series. animated yeah. series. Oh, That's that'll perfect. be cool. I'm cool with that. HBO there, Ma- though,
5: right? Yeah, HBO
2: Max it seems to be doing the... Um, take Doing that... Um adult uh, animated shows for adults, you know, with mm-hmm.
3: Quinn Yeah. yeah. Like well, going you guys saw way. the um the Gremlins um, commercial for Mountain Dew, right?
2: Yes. Yeah. yes that yes, was yes,
3: great. Yes, yes. Yeah, they um Mountain Dew did a commercial from the Gremlins. Actually, had um, um Billy um who was in the original Gremlins um, part one and two um was in the commercial with Gizmo who had some gray hair coming out of his cheeks now. Um, and, and, like you know, he had Gizmo drink some uh, Mountain Dew and it was telling him to be careful. And then he starts building it on himself, you know, where you can't get the Mugwise wet, which I thought was a great way to, like, um, bring back a little bit of um, the Gremlins, which I'm surprised they didn't have that at the um, Super Bowl for one of their commercials. I thought it was a great commercial.
2: Yeah, you would think um, that, that that would probably be... And um, it's really
3: one franchise I'm really shocked that they haven't brought it back, you know, for, well, like, Part 3 or...
2: Well, you're getting an animated series, so Hopefully that yeah, you that will be uh <laughs> that will make you happy. Um, that's
3: money on the table because I mean I thought part one was amazing. Part two was disappointing.
2: Yeah, and as most sequels uh have Yeah. Not all but some. Um and a couple that's more HBO so. things before I take our first classic cut break, guys. Issa Ray has been given an eight episode series for a comedy called Rap Shit. And uh yeah, shit. Uh with the star where the eye would be um uh basically centers around two estranged high school friends from miami who reunite to form a rap group so uh look for that on hbo max and over on hbo which will eventually be on hbo max because i believe they're gonna be able to see the shows on hbo and then also stream on hbo max um we talked about mayor of east town last week which i did do some work on um the trailer just dropped And I didn't have the plot line, but now I do. So I can actually talk about it. Um, It's a limited series, um, executive produced by showrunner Brad Inglesby. Cool. And Winslet plays the role of Mayor Sheehan, a detective from Pennsylvania. The plot centers around her attempt to solve a local murder while also balancing her own personal life, which is rapidly falling apart around her. And Evan mm. Peters is in this, man. He's everywhere. He 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 Homeboy getting work, Christian. man. He's working hard. He's like he's a young,
3: young Dwayne Johnson now. <laughs> yeah. he's yes. He's in everything.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Evan is doing a great um, – who, who takes on the role of, of a county detective hmm. uh, tasked with helping Mayor solve the crime. Mm. So, yeah, so that's interesting.
3: Are we getting well, an American Horror Story this year? Or is that just canceled? This yeah, year?
2: yeah, they're doing. So, uh, remember the oh, promos, the the beach. They're doing a beach themed. Um, uh, well, when will that come Seas out? Promos? Have they said?
4: Um, sounds terrifying.
2: Sounds terrifying. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't have that uh, handy, but maybe we can uh, ask our friend Google and maybe. Uh, I mean, it hasn't it been, been good
3: since like season three, anyways, but. <laughs>
2: Oh, well, that's debatable. I did like I did like season I like I like I like,
3: I like Freak Show. I thought that was really yeah. Freak Show, I enjoyed. Yeah, I, I thought that was really freaky and wild. Um, that's probably the last one. Yeah, <laughs>
2: and we we mentioned Pedro Pascal from Mandalorian. He's joining an HBO show show called The Last of Us, oh
3: and boy. it's based it's on a popular
6: <laughs>
2: PlayStation video game. It is
6: based that? on. It's not just based on a popular video game. It is based on the most <laughs> popular PlayStation video game, like the. Last year, the sequel of this video game had a huge, huge controversy for the decisions the director made, Um, and that director is also going to be a part of this TV show, which I'm happy. It's a show, not a
2: movie, right? Um, this, yeah, The Last of Us is um, uh, TV show. It has to be a TV show. Yeah. Well, you would you would think it would be, yeah. Yeah. Um. But. I mean it's
6: a, it's a series it's a series. series okay so it's a series so he's good yeah um but uh oh yeah no dude this is this is a big deal and the 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 games played like like a series like a movie the acting on the sh- on the game are top tier quality um it, it might as well have been a, a 13-hour movie you know wow and uh they also cast i'm sure you have who else got cast in that
2: yeah. Well, uh, in addition um, to um, Pedro. Pedro Pascal, we have Bella Ramsey yep. from from Game of Thrones. Yep. who is the little? Uh, what was her nickname? The little Forms, uh, something Mormont. Little Mormont. Yeah. yeah, that's right. But uh, she's
6: a she's a good cast too. Good yeah. casting for
2: that too. And that's interestingly enough. Uh, my last point is House of the Dragon, uh, the mm. Game of Thrones prequel series, have just announced some new cast members. Rice Eifens, you, uh, you know that actor. He's a very accomplished actor. Steve Tassant, Eve Bess, Sonoya Mizuno have joined the series alongside Matt Smith from Doctor Who fame, Olivia Cook, Patti Constantine, uh, Considine, Constantine. And, yeah. yes, and Emma Darcy. So 300 years before Game of
4: Thrones. So yes. uh, your
2: grace, I'm sure you will be watching.
4: Yes, of course. So naturally.
2: But when we come back from the classic cut, we do have more news of the creators of Game of Thrones with their Netflix projects. So we're going to talk about that. Wow. Wow! Uh, so Chachi, why don't you go ahead and take us
1: to classic cut break? Where my dog's at? It is time for King Chachi's classic cuts. Holla at your boy. Chachi. 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 In charge
3: me. Yeah, that's right. It's Chachi in charge once again for Chachi's Classic Cut, where I go back into the archives every single week that I'm at least here, and pick a classic song. Um, this one ties in with somebody who, um, yeah, you know, we've we've been doing this show for a long, long time. Um, started off as like internet radio, and this is a radio pioneer that we lost today. And I know people either love him or hate him, but Brush uh, Limbaugh like lost his battle to um, cancer today, and most people don't know his whole story about when he came out. There wasn't any kind of like conservative news outlet. There wasn't like a Fox News, or it was mostly like left-leaning mm-hmm. um, in the media, and he started like the whole conservative talk show format, um, mm-hmm. giving another um, point of view um, to people who didn't have that point of view expressed by anybody. And did it in a funny kind of format, which between him and Howard Stern, really, like, just about any um, podcast out today take, takes elements from either Rush or um, or Howard Stern. Yeah, they kind and, of paved uh, the way. <laughs> yeah, and Rush was there.
2: Whether you loved him or hate him. Well, oh, you don't yeah. know I
3: hate him. But he was there since 1988 on the air, number one, like, I think that whole entire time,
5: mm-hmm.
3: uh, on the radio, which is almost unheard of, you know, 15 and a half uh, million um, listeners. Um and what people might not know is he actually was a big proponent um, for fighting um, cancer even way before he got it. Um, he raised um, $50 million over the years um, through his telethons on his show.
2: I read for he leukemia. smoked cigars, though.
3: Yeah, I, but I for guess, leukemia, like, he actually, like, um, when he was a kid, like, had a cousin who, um, who caught cancer and, like, was talking to, like, his father. And his father, you know, told Rush afterwards, like, well, there probably won't be any um, – cure for cancer in our lifetimes and he decided to try to fight that. Um but then, you know, ultimately lost his own fight to cancer. Mm-hmm. And pretty amazing that like, he was still doing the he was still doing his show like even up to like a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, through the treatments and stuff like that. He loved being on the radio. He loved talking to his audience. And um you know, really just paved the way for a lot of stuff, you know, and like often controversial. Like I didn't agree with everything that, you know, he would say, but um, you know, he fought the cancel culture way before what we're seeing now, where they try to get him kicked off the radio many times through the decades by attacking his sponsors. And he was one of the people that was able to fight the cancel culture and and never be canceled. So pretty incredible. But this song I'm picking today is actually a song that he used on his show for his intro. um, And it's actually by um, Chrissy Hine from The Pretenders. And what's kind of interesting about this song is... um, you know, Chrissy Hines is known as being like far left and the song, you know, I guess talks about stuff, you know, um, from the left and the environment and stuff like that. And so see, so Rush kind of picked it to be a, like a joke or whatever, because um, he was a conservative show. But then he ended up getting this, the song pulled off because he didn't get permission by EMI, um, which a lot of people mm-hmm. didn't get permission back then. But um Chrissy Hines found out about it. And she actually like her parents were actually big Rush fans, um, you know, big conservatives, uh, you know, even though she was super liberal. And so she, like, um, didn't want them to, like, not let them use it. But then, actually, Rush um, gave vocal support to PETA, uh, a PETA campaign against, um, the EPA was trying to test um, 3,000 chemicals on animals. And so Rush, like, actually supported one of her causes, you know, and they found, like, common ground, and she allowed him to use the song for the rest of his career. Interesting. So it's kind of like like a a place where you don't see that often nowadays, where, like, I think nowadays if if a far left person like if a conservative use their song they'll be like, you know, screw him or whatever, but they actually found common ground that you you want to think that somebody who was like far left and far right would actually compassion, find compassion compassion
2: for animals. For right. animals, yeah. yeah,
3: and like against the um, EPA and actually rush supporting PETA, which I was surprised to even read. Right. So like I hope in the future you can see some more of that, but I'm not going to hold my breath on it. Right. But this song um was my city was gone and um, you know, It's Mm -hmm. always sad when anybody loses the fight to cancer. I don't care if you agreed with them or not, you know, or, you know, or even hated them. It's, It's still a sad day. So rest in peace, Rush, and Here's My City Was Gone by The Pretenders.
2: Yeah, it's a great song, and we'll be back right after the classic cut. Awesome. that was the pretenders um and it was the rush limbaugh's uh uh theme right from his radio yeah.
3: show opening theme yep yep
2: interesting enough um i've seen several social media posts um saying they were happy or that that, that he died and um well yeah. I, so I can't agree with everything the man has done i mean as someone that is as a radio host and someone that you know, even though you know he, he did he definitely did pave the way for for radio hosts. Whether you agree with him or not, I, I think I'm I'm kind of appalled um, that people are celebrating his death and, and yeah. happy. Um, several people, um, some some good friends of mine have have even posted that because you know I, I don't know I haven't done enough research into it. The, the allegations are, are bigoted allegations supposedly. Um, But um, at the end of the day, the guy was a father. He he was uh, was he a father, a husband? You know, his wife his
3: wife um, came on the show today. Um, I saw and announced him passing away this morning.
2: Okay. So um, you know, again, um, you know, I I don't wish for for anyone to be taken whose life life to be taken, whether it's cancer, whether it's yeah. any other form uh, or any other cause of death, um, whether I agree with them or not. you know.
3: And here's the thing. I'm sure the people that were posting that have never once listened to them. You know? And anybody who's been on the air for a week, much less you know, 30-some years, is going to say something wrong the wrong way or even so, change their opinions over 30 years. Like I was saying before, the people who were against gay marriage just 10 years ago now happily support it. You know, within mm-hmm. like a ten a ten year time frame. So, like yeah. something you said, like ten years ago or twenty years ago, you know, might not be the way you feel now. But I, mean, I see it. I see it on all sides too. I saw it when um when um, Ruth Ginsburg died, I saw people, you know, oh. making ignorant comments or whatever. It's like somewhere along the line, as a society, we just lost our humanity. <laughs> where somebody. We don't agree with, we're happy they're dead and they can no longer speak. It's it's insane. That's, like, a, good,
2: that's a good point. Man. Humanity. I mean, um
3: Gittensburg died, like and yeah, I was never like I mean, she was probably like, you know, way left of me or whatever, but when she died, I went I went out and watched the documentary about her, um, um that was on Hulu. And I don't know a lot about her. Like I mean it's like you know, and I wouldn't agreed with all her rulings or whatever over the years, but she did some amazing stuff, you know, um, you know, as a woman breaking into like um being a lawyer and a judge and stuff back then was, of course, you know, yeah. it was unheard of. So it's it, was, it was pretty cool. And then getting onto the Supreme court is pretty cool to hear her story. So it was like a lot of people who sit there and just hate, just hear things yeah. from other people and probably never had listened to the person and done any kind of like, um, real research or whatever. I mean, I'm sure nobody knows who are put that kind of stuff that he raised, you know, like 50 million to fight cancer over the years. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, it, I, pur- I purposely avoided any like comment section of any of the stories today. Like, I knew it would be filled with like you know, hate, yeah, hate, hate stuff. And, and like, comments it's, hate stuff like uh, it's just it's just the um, the way it is nowadays. Yeah. You
2: know. Well, I, if it's okay, I'd like to pivot back to um, to the entertainment world, and uh, we we're just talking about Game of Thrones. Um, and as you know, DB Weiss and David Benioff. Um, are the showrunners of Game of Thrones, which...
5: Dan and Dave.
2: Dan and Dave, and of course, the the final season is is another uh, very um, divided topic, I guess. Oh, yeah. uh, They Ryan (laughs) Johnson did. But nonetheless, (laughs) would you you like to know what these guys are doing on Netflix? So they got got several projects uh, on Netflix that they're doing. So one is called The Overstory. Uh, It's an adaptation of Richard powers um i guess novel here and hugh jackman will be an ex- executive producer a- along mm-hmm. with uh dan and dave Not
5: um,
2: yeah so this, this, is, uh, this <laughs> is uh this is uh richard powers 12th novel um tells a story of a world alongside ours that it's vast interconnected resourceful uh, and almost invisible to us. Oh, fancy! Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> That's fancy. It's like—is it one of those "Are you out there?" Mo- thing kind of things, you
5: know? Um, yeah.
2: Yeah. So uh, a handful of de- desperate people learn how to see that world and are drawn into its unfolding catastrophe. Interesting. That sounds really, really cool. And they—they um, they seem to be going towards sci-fi. Uh, The Three-Body Problem and The Chair are the other two projects that uh, have been mentioned in the past. Um, They signed a massive deal with Netflix. Um, So, yeah, um, if you didn't know about The Chair, stars uh, Sandra Oh and Amanda Um, Peet as a showrunner. And if you didn't know, that's uh, that's David Benioff's wife. Uh, And Sandra Oh will... Um, lead the series as a chair of an English department at a major university, joined by J. D. plus So this this show um, that they're producing has nothing to do with fantasy or sci-fi, so I think that's an interesting choice nice. that they're actually producing something outside of the typical Game of Thrones um, genre. Right. Yeah. The three-body Pro. I think I saw Amanda
6: Pete in a while. Oh, yeah.
2: I think she just yeah. kind of chilled out to raise her
6: kids or something.
5: Well, good
2: yeah. for her. Yeah. Yeah, so Three Body Problem is um, it's a book trilogy, um, and apparently it's uh, based on the support for China's treatment of the Uyghur minority. I have no idea what that means, um, but um, yeah, um, something to look forward to on Netflix. This is interesting on Netflix. So Tim Burton's working on a Wednesday Adams. Live oh, action
6: series. Oh, good. Well, I'll say Do this. Do you like this? Do you like this? It better be fucking Christina Ricci as Wednesday because anything yeah. else will be criminal,
3: right? That'd be great to have her back.
4: Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Who else would they? They
2: could go younger, you know. You know
4: what's her name from Queens Gambit?
2: Anya Taylor Joy Big
4: it. eyes. We'll she has
2: yeah. Big eyes. Yeah. <laughs> She, beautiful, black,
4: big. she could do it. But.
2: She could do it, too. I can she see that. the premise
4: of this? Right.
2: Okay, so, um,
4: so... If it's supposed to be now, she'll be okay. black and a so lesbian. So
2: Wednesday is a, <laughs> is a, is a sleuthing and supernaturally right. infused mystery uh, charting Wednesday Adams as a student at Nevermore Academy. Okay, so they can't, so they it'll can't be cast for Christina then. Yeah. Wednesday's attempts to master her emergent psychic ability thwart a monstrous killing spree that has terrorized the local town and solved the supernatural mystery that, it's had, that has embroiled her parents 25 years ago. Uh, I
5: don't know. Yeah. Did
2: she,
3: it's, it's did she have that? It's, it's did Burton, she though. have um, that kind of power and stuff in Adam's family? I don't remember that. I don't remember
2: that. Some no. psychic ability? Yeah. yeah. Is that something new?
4: No, or she just was dark they, twisted child. <laughs> dark the thing <laughs>
6: is, is, that <laughs> the Adams family kind of approached that stuff as a joke, you know? Like, right. Yeah. I don't know how that's how well that's gonna stick.
2: Yeah, it's it pretty
6: that's dark. Just, that's yeah. kind of.
3: Uh, it sounds that's like, why, does it yeah. why does it make her Wednesday Adams? Why doesn't make her somebody else?
6: Like, that if, if I was going to make a Wednesday Adams show, it would essentially be the next generations of the Adams family, where it's Wednesday right. as Tisha yes. with a Played very sweet extensive... oh, yeah. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I, I see over that and
2: <laughs> uh, no. But they don't want to do that. I think that's a better yeah.
3: idea, Nick, honestly. Uh, it is you, a better you idea. You should be right. producing it. She should right. be. Yeah. Give me some money. That way you're, you're, keep, you're keeping the series going and still building off the original.
6: They should just make John Favreau and Dave
2: Filoni do it.
4: Fuck.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I know you like Chachi. Uh, Chachi, I know you love Stranger Things, but speaking of dark.
4: I love Stranger um, Things. You sent
2: me this article that the season four will be the darkest season there's ever been. Oh, oh boy. Okay. So every year it gets amped up. Every year it gets funny Thank and darker you. and sadder. Um, so this one's I completely amped
3: shot. up. From season three, You're still yeah, season, shocked about the ending, right? Yeah, season three is yeah. my favorite season so far.
4: I'm like, wait, Billy, what? I'm so uh, confused. Yeah. <laughs>
3: that was so look at,
2: we are looking forward to that. Um, there's a big movie on Netflix that would have been out Michael. by
3: now if it wasn't for COVID, it would already have been out by now. It's it another yeah. Yeah. So 25 when they finally do it.
2: <laughs> I don't have a release date on season four, but I'm sure it is. nobody knows um, yet. We'll find out.
3: Hopefully.
2: Uh, hopefully, yeah, that would be a good day. They, they did well with that one season where they're wearing hopefully what? the Ghostbusters. Oh. Um, uh, October for, for the premiere. Yeah, year. yeah. Would be ideal. Would be cool. That would be
5: ideal.
2: Um, the original Batman, Michael Keaton, has a film on Netflix called Worth. was picked up by Netflix and Higher yes. Ground Productions. That's Barack and Michelle Obama's production company. So, from politicians to producers. To <laughs> um, millionaires. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, it's based on a memoir. What is life worth? Okay. Uh, so, um, and it premiered in so, 2020 Sundance Film Festival. Um, let's see. Chappelle's show is streaming on Netflix again. And uh, Dave Chappelle got the money that he felt he deserved. Dave got his money. Good thing. Yeah. So, they put it on Netflix and apparently they didn't work out a deal. I guess they were just playing Comedy Central and not and not Chappelle. So um they actually took it all down and they worked out the deal. They gave him his money and now it's back up on Netflix. So
3: Yeah. I have a lot of respect for him. Like so do I. the way he does stuff, like mm-hmm. um, you know, he got a bad deal when he was first starting out in the business, which anybody else would have took it to. And he kinda yeah. like, you know, it's yeah. a place now where he's like, you know, he has his power, and he's like, you know, I want my um, – I'll get some money for my show.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: And then he got a new deal. He, he like, got
6: the the masses to say, cancel this show. Don't yeah. fucking watch I, it. You,
2: Although, watch will it? we see another season of the sketch comedy show, you uh-huh. think, or do you think he's, he's – I would done.
6: like to see another season. I think that would that'd be cool. Season, but... I'd like to see – because Dave now, with the power and influence he has, and also he's a lot smarter. He's wiser. Yeah. So he could make something – like, he could make something that's like really special. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. I mean, he's, he's one of the few people that's alive right now that can go out and say whatever he wants to say.
2: Whatever the fuck he wants. And, and not even, and not even please, Let's hope he doesn't get canceled because. I don't oh,
3: think he well, can, here's can. The, thing.
6: the shit that he's already said, you'd think that it happened. Why do you he, think he's impervious?
2: That, Why is he impervious to it? You he's, too yeah.
6: he's too smart. Okay. He's too smart. He's, he's way like, too yeah. smart to, to allow himself to be canceled. And he's not. At the Sometimes mercy out of, the of any major, stance. okay, um, you know company. Like, yeah, he's he's piggybacking on Netflix right now, but he doesn't need Netflix,
3: right?
6: And that gives him the power to say whatever the fuck he wants, and that's what I respect about him.
3: I mean, he walked away from that, you know, huge deal for um, yeah. Comedy Central with the third yeah. season of the Chappelle Sh- 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 Show. So he mm-hmm. already showed he's gonna he'll walk away. He doesn't care. So yeah. he doesn't him. need
6: the money. He's doing it because he wants to.
3: And even Chappelle, yeah. like, I don't agree with everything he says, but I like he'll sit there and just and just talk and and have and have free thought, which you don't see anymore. He'll sit there and be like, you know, here's the way I see this issue. People might disagree with me, but here's the way I see it. Right. You know, and and he just says it, and like yeah. you know, and he'll he'll piss off liberals and conservatives both, or he'll <laughs> make them both cheer. Like, but he says what he wants to say.
2: And he does a great job doing He's it. He's one big, of
3: the few ones doing it nowadays.
2: Big big fan of his work, and I was happy to see one of his stand-up shows that was a taping for, for Netflix. Oh, you got, uh, oh that's DC. cool. I got to see that. Yeah, it was really, yeah. really cool to see live. No phones. We had to lock up our phones in this uh, case. Uh, no, no photos or videos. Um, let's see. So I know you're a big Brit fan, uh, Morgan. So as you know, um, there was a big documentary on Hulu. So now Netflix wants to do its own Documentary on Britney Spears and the Hulu documentary is called "Framing Britney Spears." Now Netflix is going to work on their own. Seems like they'd like to have um, competing um, documentaries. They got to milk that cash cow, man. (laughs) Well, a a similar one was the with the Fire Fire Festival. Oh god! Yeah, yeah, you're right. That 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 was one. Um, It's wild. Yeah. Um, So you know so now they're doing one where Britney Spears so the Britney Spears one uh, you know there was a there was a interest i mean yeah it t- talked about how you know the conservatorship of uh Britney because she is not well as you said morgan and uh her father um you know was kind of making her life decisions and then Justin Timberlake got a little bit of heat because
6: what um, comes around comes around yeah i mean yeah. listen yeah. like if
4: we're going to be if we're going to be out here Trying to support women and mental health, and uh, you know conservative ships, whatever you know, that's great. But like we have to realize that 20 years ago, we were all like. Clamoring to buy Entertainment Magazine, mm-hmm. paparazzi was swarming. Like I, yeah. I literally looked at my Facebook today and it was like your memories. And I made a post that said, "Britney shaved her head." WTF? What's going on? <laughs> Nothing bad, man. but like I just was like, "What the hell?" Like now, if someone did that, it's like oh my God, is she okay? Like, and the fact that like, if you watch the documentary, like they question her as a mother and it's like watching it now, 20 years later, it's like, Damn, like we really yeah. fucked her up. Well, you know
6: what? And I got something just- to say about that. I got something to say about that. We don't yeah. need to go back 20 years for Britney. We can go back five years with Amanda Bynes. They did there the same go. shit to a fuck to fucking Amanda Bynes, and that was not fucking 20 years ago. That was in the midst That's of all
4: the cancel culture bullshit. you right. So
6: oh, they can off for all of that. There is
4: documentaries but- on that. It's like it's like I think Britney was probably like you know i mean and again like mental illness like it's you know it's something in your brain in your genetic makeup like it's not like you became this way like right, right. it's you know and, and sometimes people can become depressed or yeah. have issues and i and i really do think in her case there was no her parents were gone she was a young person thrust into this And like, nobody was there as her support. And when she broke up with Justin, it was, you're the cause, you're the cause. And then it was, you got married too young. You're a bad mother. Like, I can't even fucking Did, imagine
2: that. Fuck, I'd shave my head and walk around with no shoes on if it was me.
6: And you know what? Did you Did know you about
4: Justin Timberlake, though?
2: Getting uh, supposedly heat because
4: yes. he was oh, able yeah, to control
2: the media narrative about his relationship, yes. then break up with yes. Britney. Because
4: Howard, because Howard messaged, or how he had Howard, yeah. Howard was on it. He was on our Show, and they're like, "Did you fuck her?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I mean, I remember yeah. at the time, like, hearing about that and going, "Oh well, think you're famous." Like, but
2: she was shamed, but she walked away unscathed, basically.
3: Correct. Yeah. But, but didn't she like, cheat on him though? I
2: believe she did. When they were
6: together.
3: No, no doing we doing... don't really know, but yeah, but I'm like,
2: saying,
6: I, I believe she did. Yeah,
4: I which believe. Was the whole point
6: she... of his music video.
4: I believe she did, but, like, don't be calling her a bad mother. Like, no, I just... And, like, honestly, the whole thing about her shaving her head, which I felt, fa- like, I had to take breaks in between it because I was getting very emotional. Like, of course, of course
5: yeah. She
4: basically course, yeah. said that she was so tired of the people coming up to her and, like, grabbing at her. And, like, yeah. I mean, there's one yeah. part where you see, like, 50... 60 cameras, yes. paparazzi. Like, it's not yeah. like when you're in the red carpet and you're behind a well, line. It's paparazzi like paparazzi she fucking she anyway. That, oh, yeah. she, goes, she goes, I don't want anyone to touch me. I don't right. want anyone to touch me anymore, so I'm going to shave my head so that no one will touch me. And, like, that yes. broke my heart. Because yeah. I was Absolutely. like, fucked you up. You i got to check I heard, it out.
3: I heard, I heard when she shaved her out. head back in the day, I heard it's because, like, she... um was going to get tested for drugs, and they were going test her hair to see if they had any. Um, so know, they could the tear. I mean, I, I have. Always, I had boys that. away from her. That's, that's right. That's what I heard back then, at least. You know, that was the. Yeah. Her I mean, I sons were very young back then. Yeah, well.
4: I, I think she was not well for a number of reasons, but I could totally understand being like this person. That's like, oh my God, I have nothing to myself. Right. And it's everyone just wants star. to grab me, so I'm gonna go. Okay, I'm gonna make myself less beautiful. Maybe they won't want to touch me. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. I could, I totally understand
5: that. I mean, I saw I the same,
3: same
6: thing. fucking
3: I saw the same thing um, with Michael Jackson. I watched the documentary on him, and like he was going uh, out with his kids. And he was just like went to a store, and he came outside, and just got hounded by the paparazzi. And they were like trying to like take pictures in his, um, you know, son's face and stuff, and like, and he couldn't even move. He was surrounded by people.
4: You have to have a very strong sense of self and like Mm -hmm. person. I think it's that's why people are like, I like my, I don't want my kid to be famous. Like, I mean, my mom she'll tell me to this day, this is why I didn't do it, and I'm like. Mm-hmm. Brenda, you wouldn't have let this shit happen to me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so uh, um, Demi Lovato is actually doing a DACA series too, on the YouTube. Platform. It's called mm-hmm. Dancing with the Devil, and as you know, we talked about on Below the Belt show, Demi almost died from a near-fatal uh, overdose yeah. in 2018.
4: Yeah. Wow. It's not and
2: well. In the clip, Demi re- uh, reveals that she had three strokes and a heart attack during her hospitalization. with doctors, With doctors at one point predicting that she had as little as five minutes left to live, so this is this is being revealed. way Yeah, she's admitting this. So yeah. how much cocaine was
4: she doing? I mean, uh, I'm assuming that. There had to have been a lot of cocaine. Yeah, <laughs>
2: because they had to have that that life saving um, you know, shot. You know, well, it could have been something or,
6: else. I mean, I don't epinephrine. know. Epinephrine. She had to get an epinephrine. She had to epinephrine. probably had, to get, she probably had exactly. to get multiple epinephrine
2: shots. Exactly. That's probably what saved her life, and then of course. You know, the uh, being in the hands of good doctors that that got her back. I mean, three strokes and a heart attack? My God, that's I'm surprised deep. the strokes
6: didn't so, finish her off. Man, strokes are no fucking joke. That's yes. I so cannot. She's believe very that. lucky.
2: Demi's very lucky. I know you're a big fan of Demi as well.
3: We're well, going to talk just, about um <sighs> David Letterman, right? It ties into it.
2: Um, I guess we could talk about that. I was kind of I, I, I had that elsewhere, but yeah, okay. we could talk a little bit about Dave Letterman because. He apparently he was. That ties in with Britney and stuff. Yeah, because he, he apparently um, interviewed Britney, Paris Hilton, Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan. Lohan, and Janet yes.
3: Jackson.
2: And now people are trying I, to cancel. Him. He's already retired TV host. Like, he's not even working.
4: Why are we trying to cancel him,
2: Like, And so now the reason why is that because. Because it's the I, fun thing to fucking do now. David Letterman was always known for, for pressing the button. And. Um, um you know, pressing stars buttons you know maybe asking the uncomfortable uncomfortable questions kind of like how to start
3: to a lesser
2: degree right? i mean yeah. we're, at
6: the, we're at the point now where the decisions yeah. made 20 years ago when the dialogue wasn't even fucking thought of can get you fucking so, right right yeah and i i
2: watched the Janet Jackson one he was a little um persistent with the concept, so, so was it fake? Did you expect it? Was, right. you know, the wardrobe malfunction,
4: what did you think was people, going to be under your boob? And number blah, blah, wanted to know that. He, he pressed writer, pressed. that. like Like, I don't think that was him, per se, like, or, or maybe it was. I don't know, but like... Well, here's the thing that people don't really think about. On those fucking talk shows, the guests
6: get, get to screen the questions before yeah. they go on TV. Right. So it's not like she was fucking surprised by what he right. was going to
3: ask her she gets to approve the questions beforehand right right, right. but here's, so, here's how the media does it and i, I follow this story because i thought it was pretty interesting because it really showcases what happens these days is mm-hmm. that okay one video came out the media started reporting on it somebody i said like this video has been rediscovered unearthed or whatever i'm like it's on youtube yeah, it just made it sound like it, made it sound like it was in a vault somewhere. Never went anywhere. Somebody, it was on YouTube. If somebody broke into this vault and finally unhid this dirty secret, no, this was this was a video, uh, interview that came out was on network TV for for millions of people to watch, and a million people did watch it. Right. And they're like, look, this is look, this is how he treats somebody with mental illness, and this was an interview with um Lindsay Lohan. And he was he was pressing her, and it cut to asking about her about rehab, right? Yeah, and and it was edited in a way where it showed all the worst parts of the interview, of and, right? And in, in today's standards, the worst part. and you know, and it looks bad the way they showed it. And then you know, knowing what you know, and 2021, it looks bad. But like you're trying to you're trying to get mad about something that happened, and this came out in t- right 20 in, in years 2012. ago. 2012 it came out, so you're offended now. Eight years ago, right? Eight
2: or nine years ago. Something came out in
3: 2012. That you weren't offended back then, because you weren't people weren't talking and offended back then. So this was fine. And there was no out. council
2: culture back but now then. now you're like
3: trying it. to you're trying to apply 2021 standard on something that came <laughs> out. And then okay, so that was news for. And then all of a sudden, like here's a second interview. Here's him interviewing Paris Hilton. Look at how he's treating Paris Hilton.
4: Yeah.
3: And then and, and then the third one came out the next day. Oh look, we just found this. We just found this new one. We found another one. This is him interviewing Janet Jackson. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so you're trying to create the narrative where. David Letterman hates hates women or bullies women or whatever. Like yeah. he did this to all his guests. Like, do you all remember this? Like a few years back with like um, Charlie Sheen, everybody made fun of Charlie Sheen, yeah. and Charlie Sheen was saying crazy shit and talking mm-hmm. about Tiger Blood or whatever, and everybody like, was oh,
2: asking. Dave was asking the same questions to Charlie, right?
6: Yeah.
3: And, it,
2: and there's another perfect
6: example of somebody having a fucking mental breakdown. And what did everybody do? They made fun of him.
4: Yeah. 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 It's nothing to do with women. I, I agree with you 100%. It's like, we cannot, like, I personally do not think we can, like, blame celebrities or people for these things that, like, happened, you know, eight, nine, 20 years ago. Because you know what? Like, I do believe that pe- people can grow and evolve. Like, you know, people want to be like, oh, so-and-so's a racist. Like, okay, well, you know, may like... Let's try and change their mind. Educate, like, educate right, them, maybe. That, right? that's, that's at least my point of view. Like, I think I talked about this story where I went to college in upstate Pennsylvania. Like, there was a girl that lived on my floor. She was from Maine. Right. She literally was like, "Morgan, you're my first black friend," and like, it was kind of weird to me because I was like, "Well, my mom's black, my dad's white, but okay. Like, I'll give it to you." And like, I just was like, "Well." I'm just like you, like, we both like Britney, we both like me.
5: <laughs> right, yeah.
4: <laughs> like, yeah. like, I don't, like, what do you, I, uh, and like, if mm-hmm. I can be the representation for you to take home to your small podunk town where you think all black people are either Michael Jackson, Beyonce, or thugs that rob, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. then I will show you that you're just like you. All right. And all that's right. like, yeah. my point is like, I don't think cancel culture works because it's like, you're just, you're literally different people, you fucked up, you're wrong, and we're not teaching anyone, and we're not, like, emulating compassion. And I just, at the end of the day, like, we're all humans. Like, you just said, like, human- we forgot about humanity. Like, everyone was just oh, yeah. trying their best. And, like, you David just... David
2: Letterman <laughs> is retired. Like, this hey, is not going to do any planet. good. He yeah. do does do you remember very 2010? little good.
3: 2012, like, what was the, the news story? The news stories were reality TV, the news stories were oh, Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan, and we were making fun of them all the time. It was crop shots. And they, Yeah, oh yeah. And, and and Paris Hilton and Lindsay Lohan were in on it. They made millions and millions of dollars uh, portraying, mm-hmm. like, this train wreck. I mean, have you seen Paris Hilton in some other interviews where she talks normal? She doesn't do that yeah. crazy voice. Yeah. I mean, she's actually a very smart
2: Baby woman. voice, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's actually
3: a very smart woman. She's nothing like that. The, it's funny you
2: mention it because happy birthday, Paris Hilton. Uh, she's 40 today. Can you believe it? Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. yeah but we, we'll her. go over didn't some more she birthdays. There's some she was young, a big birthdays cool. uh, today. I, she was, uh, I
4: saw her in Miami like two years ago. She still looks great.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's awesome. She's fun to party with, too.
4: She's killing it. Yeah.
2: Kit- I were there a few times, three, three or four times. Shot was there for one of them.
3: DJing, yeah. yeah. she was DJ. She yeah,
5: was But, but you know,
3: yeah, leave David Letterman alone. Don't, don't try this this fake cancel thing like you're affected now by these ten right. year old interviews that he's asking, he's asking like hard questions to a woman. Um, these women are strong women that can handle themselves in these interviews, you know. And it might yep. not look, it might not look um, appropriate today, but they were fine. I they were fine um, back right. then. At
4: the time, that's what it was like.
3: Yep.
2: Yeah, just let it be.
3: He wants to <laughs> apologize, great, but, like. Yeah. He comes down and says, F you, I'm retired. I, yeah. I was a, a, a comedian, talk show host, leave me alone. Leave me alone. You're all in the audience clapping and cheering when I was asking these questions and stuff and yeah. laughing. Yeah. Don't don't be all high and mighty now on your yeah. high horse. Oh, 2021, I'm better than all of you. Yeah. Sitting <laughs>
6: yeah, it. Yeah, they can all, fuck
2: off. Yeah. Anyways, well, okay. let's pivot back to entertainment. I think we still <laughs> talked a lot about council culture already, and, and there are more topics, but I figured we could, we could, uh, yeah, got that topic well, out well, of the way. Let's bring it back around. Let's bring, let's it, back bring around. it back to entertainment and happy, good stuff. So, That's over crappy. on Apple TV, which Chachi you claim, why subscribe to Apple TV? Well, Florence Pugh, as you know, she's rumored to be her. the next Black her. Widow. She's in the new Black Widow movie. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. going to. She's going to be in a sci- This is interesting. I've never heard of this. A sci-fi courtroom drama. So a courtroom drama that takes place in another galaxy far, far away. Kind of cool. So it's called Dolly. It's about a sex robot that murders its billionaire owner. Mm. What? Well. I can get behind that.
5: That is crazy. It's not
3: coming, right? Yeah, so this is a film. It's It's only a matter of time. I, I honestly, I support sex robot rights. <laughs> <laughs> so don't, cancel, don't cancel me in ten years from now, um, when all the sex robots are like, "Oh, you you didn't support sex robots, right?" Yeah. So like, oh, right now, 2021. Check below the belt show. I supported them. I support them too. Actually. You know thanks, what? Where do you gather on this?
4: I think down the
2: maybe fifty years down the road, there'll be. Click the box that applies: male, female, or artificial intelligence.
4: Doesn't matter. <laughs> <Broke> <laughs>
2: All right, over on Amazon, Lily Rabe, who we love from American Horror Story, um, has been cast as the female lead in The Tender Bar. We did talk about this project. This is George Clooney's film that he's directing for Amazon Studios. Ben Affleck and and Ty Sheridan are starring in the adaptation of this memoir. As you know, Chachi General knew about this tender bar, which he asked if it was a gay bar, but it wasn't. (laughs) Um, But Lily Rabe now um, attached to it. So they're going down the Mr. and Mrs. Smith path again. This time, um, a project for Amazon starring Donald Glover and Phoebe Waller-Bridge.
1: Interesting. Interesting.
2: This is going to be a series, um, not a film, which, as you know, this is why Brad Pitt uh, split from Jennifer Aniston. was because he met Angelina Jolie in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Right. Um, but it's a different take on it. I'm a fan of both those actors. Um not much is known about the project other than it will be a series. Um, and um, yeah, I think that would be very interesting. That's a very interesting pairing uh, for the new Mr. And Mrs. Smith. So yeah, I, I think that I, I give that the green light for a reboot. You know, I think that's um, completely okay. Is
3: it called Mr. And Mrs. Smith,
2: Mr. And Mrs. Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
3: I mean, I, I think it's still yeah. too soon to reboot that, but uh,
4: way too yeah. soon. But okay. yeah,
2: but okay. Right. Nick Frost and Simon Pegg's supernatural series *True Seekers* has been canceled just after one season. So, if you're a fan of that show, I'm sorry.
5: Gotcha.
2: Uh, those guys have collaborated for so, you know for so many projects, and that's uh, kind of sad that um, that that series never never took off really. Um, over a on the eight... out there now. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, indeed. Norman Reedus. So um, Daryl from The Walking Dead. Um, So he's actually going to be producing a live action series called Neglected Murderesses based on a book by Edward Gorey. So Reedus is actually executive producing. So, yeah, I imagine it'd be very difficult to star in The Walking Dead and star in this series. So. His production company um, called Big Bald Head. What an interesting production company name. He has long hair. And he has long hair. He definitely does not have a bald head. So this is crazy. But, you know, um, interesting, interesting, um, you know, based on a book series. So speaking of murderesses or murderers for that matter, there's going to be a Dexter revival that we talked about. Uh, Michael C. Hall returning. But they've enlisted Jamie Chung uh, from Lovecraft Country. Uh, Jamie's a, a sweetheart. I got to meet her in LA a few years ago. She's a good friend of Brianna Evigan. They are in a movie called Sorority Row together. Uh, but yeah, she's, she's, um, she's joining the cast. It's a 10-episode revival. 10 years after Dexter Morgan went missing in the eye of Hurricane Laura. So wow. the character the character is now um, living under an assumed name in upstate New York. Cool. Hmm. And, and um, Chung and, will be playing Molly, a famous true co- crime podcaster from LA. Interesting.
3: That's pretty cool. So we're tying in like the modern day um, true crime podcast with Dexter.
2: Exactly. That's a
3: pretty. That's a pretty cool um, way to go with it.
2: Yeah. Congrats to Jamie Chung. You know, she was one of the few. Real world, I'll put her and Miz in the same category because Miz has, has uh, Mike Vazan and the Miz has gone on to major success in WWE. Jamie Chung, she was in one of the real world seasons, I think it was San Diego, I'm not sure which one specifically. She's gone on to become a, a legit actress. Um, uh, and um, I had no idea, yeah, yeah. And it's interestingly enough, um, I, I actually have some news on uh, MTV, uh, the real world. New York, the original cast of the first real world um, will be um, joining a revival series on Paramount plus. So it's called the real world homecoming. New York It will bring the original cast members, Becky, Andre, Heather B, Julie, Norman, Eric Neese, and Kevin Powell.
3: Eric Neese. Oh my God. The, yo, yeah. yo, yo, yo! This is Eric Nice from the from the grind. Like he's like, 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 he was like the whitest guy on that show, but he always tried to like. Yep. I don't know. He he, he had a whole different voice on the grind.
2: Yep. Yeah. So look for that on the Paramount Plus
3: like thing. That, right? that was like the, like, I think the first few seasons of the Real World were like, you know, real. You know, like they they threw all these people together. Like they weren't necessarily even good-looking people. You know, somewhere, yep. but it's like just throw them all together and see. Saw what happened, and it's kind of like what we talked about <laughs> earlier, where like these people, like like, like the one the one country um, girl, like you know, didn't really know any black people and she got thrown on there, you know, and and then one had a pager. She's like, "Are you a drug dealer?" And he's like, "What are you talking yeah. about? I have a pager," you know. And they end up becoming friends and learning about each other on that show, you know. And, you know, and they, with um Pedro from what was it season three, and he had AIDS and like. You know, oh, yeah. People on there didn't know anybody who had AIDS. I mean, yeah. it was a pretty heavy-hitting show. I mean, later on, it became more about partying and and, and all that kind of shit, you know. Yeah The yep. original um, few seasons, I mean, that was a pretty groundbreaking show.
2: Yeah. Well, we'll see how this revival does, but we do have another big reality show and news surrounding that uh, with Morgan, but we'll get into that a little later. Uh, over on Fox, um, they're developing an animated series based on the iconic board game Clue. Um, so it's interesting. We mentioned um a recent board game that's gonna be a dot. Was it Uno? Uno, an ice Uno movie. And now they're gonna do um. Well, the Clue was Clue was actually a successful movie. In yeah, the it 80s. was.
3: A clue makes sense, but a, a movie based on Uno. How the hell are you gonna do that? Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. But this will be an animated series based on the iconic board game Clue. Um, and um, yeah, it's gonna be on Fox. You want to check it out? So. Um, Over on CW, um, Supergirl star Melissa Benoist is uh, staying with the Warner Brothers family. Despite Supergirl ending um, in its sixth and final season, she will actually develop and produce um, programming, original programming uh, on CW, which also includes HBO Max and other Warner media affiliated outlets. So cool for her. And if you're looking forward to Wonder Girl on CW... Um, We talked about this on the show a while back. They're not going forward for whatever reason. Apparently, um, I guess they shot a pilot. Maybe it wasn't picked up, but they're not moving forward Mm. for that. Um, Over on CBS, they're doing a True Lies series adaptation. So this was the True Lies movie. Yeah, Arnold movie. From 1994. Good movie. It Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jamie Lee Curtis, Tom Arnold. Bill Paxton, Tia Carrera. Olga Dushka's
5: in it too. Oh wow!
2: Yeah, uh,
6: she was young. She was like yeah. she was like 14 or something. She was wow. Young. She was okay. his daughter, right? Yeah, he was his daughter.
2: Yeah, yeah. Arnold's daughter. Wow. So, so yeah. So, so they're getting a True Lies series adaptation, uh, on CBS. That's
6: weird. It'll, it'll be a spy flick. is essentially what it'll be because that's what it's about. Yeah. But
3: why? Why? Tight. True Lies. Like. Because money. Yeah,
2: well, you know, it's a it's a suburban housewife is shocked yeah. to discover that her, her bland computer consultant husband is a skilled international spy. Mm-hmm. There you go.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, that, that premise could not, never be under a different name. Yeah. True. Nope.
2: <laughs> and CBS is all about reviving those procedurals. So as you know, CSI, the main CSI show ended, and they had all these like spinoffs, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, CSI New York, CSI. Um, Los Angeles, they're bringing back the original CSI with um with I guess the central um the city would be New York. I think that's what the original um so, uh, CSI originated from. So yeah. they're doing a revival of the main CSI show, which is interesting. They had all these like spinoffs, but they're bringing back the revival. So it's really when weird. The,
3: when did that show end? Uh, you 2013, know, CSI New York. Okay.
2: Yes. Yeah. So. Um,
3: ninety seven episodes
2: wow yeah people love those i mean the, the older demographic show, yeah, i've never seen the baby boomers, I, i've never seen
3: a single episode of csi baby
2: boomers um old uh, older folks they love um procedurals like ncis they're right. getting a fourth series i mean do we need another ncis i mean how yeah, many different my parents watch all those shows yeah the, yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. baby boomers love that, the, that stuff, man. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah. over on Peacock, let's see. Craig Robinson, who is awesome, um, and Chris oh, Redd from SNL, cool. are um, going to be part of a couple comedies on uh, NBC Peacock. Um, uh, Craig Robinson is working with Brooklyn Nine-Nine co-creator Dan Gore. Uh, and uh, it's a comedy about class capitalism and one man's quest to achieve the american dream
3: all right yeah he's funny in everything except for hot tub time machine part two yeah <laughs> like, that's that's a disappointing
4: movie
3: as
6: bad as some other things i've seen it's so bad
3: yeah but it's yeah. one of the kind of things where part one's so great and then like we gotta do right. a sequel and not put any effort into it
5: correct
2: right. <laughs> over on uh peacock also tina face comedy girls five ever you might like this show more i can see morgan liking this show it's about a uh one hit wonder girl group from the 90s that try to do a comeback and sarah burielis is um starring in that along with busy phillips renee elise goldsberry and paula pell um that sounds pretty interesting funny, actually Yeah, it sounds really fun i have yet to watch um young rock on nbc i do want to watch it but uh they're bringing in a lot of actors to portray the the classic WWF characters. So I say WWF because that's what it was yeah. back yeah. then. Like Randy Macho Man Savage, um, Andre the Giant um, will be played by an actor named Matthew Willig. Junkyard Dog will be played by Nate Jackson.
3: Uh, they have pretty, sounds pretty cool. Yeah,
2: yeah. the uh, the Iranian himself, the Iron Sheik will be played by Brett Azar. Cool.
3: Iron and, Sheik just play himself. I don't care if he's old now or, or what. Yeah, well,
2: funny. they have to stay true to the timeline. I know. But sure. It's going
3: to be hilarious. is him so playing you that younger guy.
2: You can't have 70-year-old Iron Sheik playing. I don't, <laughs> know, I don't care. Like, put makeup on
3: him or whatever. Just yeah. have him. It would yeah. uh, be hilarious.
2: That's over on NBC, guys. Um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine coming to an end.
5: Um, yeah. It actually
2: moved from Fox to uh, NBC. Yeah. NBC gave it a second life. And uh, the upcoming season eight will be its last on NBC. Nick, uh, sounds this the, the I'm sad. I love Nine that. Nine. That's are, a you, good are, are you are you a show, big man? fan of the show? Yeah, I am.
6: Though so I will tell you, uh, I've discovered a show that I thought I never would like, and I got so obsessed with it that I've watched it twice. And that's Letter Kenny. You
2: ever seen Letter Kenny? It's on Hulu. Uh, you know, you posted about that. I never and I it, heard of it, but I never watched it. Holy
6: and then yeah, I saw that I the,
4: friends that watch this—it's like me. And you, that, is like, it good? Yeah,
6: it's fucking genius. You it is genius, Shakespearean really. level, watch just it. witty commentary. Keep you know, watching. It's it's Looking
5: it. it's Letterkenny. Letterkenny. It's on, it's Hulu. on Hulu,
2: correct? Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's on Next Hulu. And one, and it's... That is the one streaming service I do not have.
4: Next time. We're
2: <laughs> I might I let you fucking borrow me. mine,
4: just. Yeah, so you I'll, you. It's so I'll, I'll make you a profile on mine, but like. Oh, okay, thank
2: you. I appreciate it.
4: The next time oh, I, cable together, I have I just went and bought a bunch of T-shirts that are like Letterkenny centric. Oh, really? Because I love that show.
2: Really? Oh, it's a. No, nice, this is like the, the 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 show that. Could be like the next shit's creep because, like, shit's creep people are talking about. They love it, but there's only a few. I wouldn't say that. that. I wouldn't say that. Shit's creep
4: is funny for like everyone. Whereas Letterkenny, like, you have to pay attention and, like, it's funny if you watch it consistently and then you'll get the consistent jokes. It's like Seinfeld where people are like, I don't get it. Well, bitch, you're not watching it. (laughs) 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 It's fucking.
5: Really, well, the like, lead actress is
2: really hot in that uh, letter, Kenny. I was looking at the cast.
6: The Michelle, what's her face? The, yeah. The, oh,
2: don't yeah.
6: She's I a really don't
4: understand basketball. what the women wear. Why are they always in tank taps <laughs>
6: Well, from what you I understand, my, it's, a, it's, it's, it's 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 about yeah, Canadian farm towns, and, about... and apparently all the hot girls dress that way in Canadian farm towns. uh
4: yeah, I mean, I I had to think that I was like, what? they're always in like tank tops, but it's fucking. Right. They're spaghetti straps. <laughs> these big boobs, and I'm yeah. like, yeah,
6: it's fucking great. So go, God, go watch
4: that shit because you'll,
3: you'll okay. laugh your ass off. You'll laugh.
2: Right, I might need somebody's account. Should
3: be, but, uh, you should be their promoter. I'm uh, working because you got me sold. Yeah.
2: I love it. Well, like, Nick, has been putting it over, too.
3: Yeah. No, she's talking about the. um. Spaghetti straps and the big boobies. Oh, and stuff. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> you like that.
4: It's oh, really funny. I actually, I've been telling a lot of people about it, and they're like, eh, yeah, i yeah. like, you <laughs> have, to try. We'll
3: have to Maybe get, get Hulu. Yeah. Al, right. I'll,
4: I'll, I'll make you i um, I'll add
2: you. That would be rad. That would be rad. Oh, God, this, this uh, Brid- Bridgerton star, he, he's hosting Saturday Night Live? Like, dude, this kid, guy came out of obscurity and now he's like this huge star. Like, uh, oh, a
5: big deal. Yeah,
2: Rogier Jean Page is now going to be hosting SNL uh, this Saturday, along with musical guest Bad Bunny. Chat to you're like, who's Bad Bunny? I know Morgan, you know who Bad Bunny is, but uh, yeah, Bad Bunny apparently wants to wrestle at WrestleMania too. So um, they're kind of hinting at a tag. Is Bad Bunny,
3: team? that um, that one that was on Doctor Phil. Catch Me Outside, girl?
2: No. no. <laughs> that's Bad Barbie, isn't it? Ah, bad Barbie. Bad, bad Baby that's or Bad Baby? <laughs> catch Me Outside, girl. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> So let's talk about the ABC reality show that's making, and I guess we're going back to a little bit of cancel culture. Based oh, yeah. on, that's all there is
3: nowadays. That's ABC, the theme of the fucking
2: day now, man. Yeah. ABC's The Bachelor. So Chris Harrison said he is stepping aside from the show for a period of time after defending a front runner. So she's actually one of the final four on the hometown dates. Um, and apparently this historic season of the bachelor was the first black bachelor should not be marred or overshadowed by the, my mistakes or diminished by my actions. Is what mm. he said. So to that end, I have consulted with Warner brothers and ABC will be stepping aside for a period of time and will not join for the after the final Rose Rose special. So all the episodes. I'm have confused.
6: Been eight. Wait, why is this guy getting cancelled? <laughs>
2: so Morgan, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Know, so so I don't even really understand. So okay, so basically what happened, Nick, mm-hmm. is that I don't watch the film, like, at all. Well, yeah, yeah. So Chris Harrison basically uh spoke on behalf of one of the contestants, Rachel,
5: mm-hmm.
2: who was a contestant in the, and in the final four. Mm-hmm. Who was reportedly photographed at an antebellum plantation-themed fraternity nice. formal in 2018, and what Harrison said was basically saying, "Okay, it was a problem in 2021, but was it a problem in 2020? Uh, sorry, in 2018 when 2018, yeah, yeah, when right. she took the picture, you know, right? right. Yeah,
6: and so because, he's getting canceled for that? So,
2: so apparently, um. Yeah. Um, well it had to also do with Rachel Lindsay, who was the first black bachelorette, who who said that, you know, um it's not a you know, not a good look. Yeah. Whether it's twenty eighteen, whether it's twenty twenty one. Um she said it's not a good look ever. And Lindsay said if I went to that party she what goes would I
4: happy. Right. Okay, so here so here's my take on that and like I, you know, I, I have had like I've actually like questioned, like if I should like make a post about this, because I just read Gone with the Wind this year. First time. Saw the whole movie this year. First time. Did I think, wow, yes, slavery. Awful. But uh, but again, as a film lover and a person who's an actress and loves movies, I was like, bitch, I could have been Scarlett. Take <laughs> away the racism. But like right, the right. sets, the drama, the love, the intrigue, right, 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 the right. costumes like and, and you know what? And I know that people will fight me on this. I'm sure my mother and sister would probably have something to say, too. Maybe they wouldn't. I don't really know. But like Give me a fucking hoop skirt and a mint julep and a fucking veranda and I will do the damn thing. Right. I just. I guess I just. I guess. So I just, you
2: thought the costumes were cool? It's
4: just I mean, different. I, mean, I. It's a period piece to me. So like. It's a period it's, piece. It was true to the history. To mad, it's a different time and place. And I, and I get it. If we're looking at Southern schools, you know, these Southern. I mean, I was in a sorority. I was the only. Black person in my sorority. We had really? some Asians, we had Jews, some Jewish girls. Like, I mean, if you want to get technical, I'm half black. If you want to get technical, Matt, the bachelor, is half black. So, like, let's, like, let's really fucking break it down here. Mm-hmm. And people want to get so angry about this oh, antebellum. And, like, I get it. We all get it. Slavery was an awful thing. But you know what? It's a part of our history. Are we acknowledging it? And are we saying that it's bad, or are we just like trying to cancel everything that it was? because you know what like i, I like Bridgerton, there were no monarchs that I know of that were brown or black that wore ro- that were royalty in the 1800s in Europe.
2: Nope. Do you nope. know twenty one make it
4: Markle, but yeah, but, but not I like don't that.
5: Don't
4: <laughs> So why is it okay for us to say, oh, Bridgerton, it's a show, and we're going to do this, whereas somebody can't have a party that's, like, celebrating going with the wind. And I get, again, you want to go, okay, well, it's an all-white sorority, blah, blah, blah. And I just want to be like, if I had been there, I would have been like, I'm going to have the best damn hoop skirt, and I'm going to look the Max. Well, I'm glad not see it that way, but. You Rachel Lindsay I mean? does not see it
2: that way, Morgan.
1: Rachel actually commended way. the
2: Bachelor host, Chris uh-huh. Harrison, for stepping away. Like, commended him for stepping away because, he doesn't because it perpetuates like, racism. Actually,
4: but yeah. why couldn't we just sit here and be like, you know what? Like, you don't understand what I'm going. Like, she should have said, you don't understand what I'm going through as a black woman. She is a black woman. And she just said, this upsets me. Because, and, and listed, X, Y, and Z. And I mean, I don't think I'm wrong in my statement, because I think that there are many biracial women. Uh, my friend who is Filipino and white, her mother made her a hoops skirt, and she was Scarlett O'Hara in her there eighth grade class. And she's Asian. Like She looks Asian and all the girls were mad because she had the best fucking hair. And I was like, Sarah, get out there with your hair and like, be the best. <laughs> right. So like, I guess it's just like, there are so many different views on this and I get that it's hurtful and I get that it's, it represents like an awful time in history. But I think, I don't think we can just blame like, one person for not knowing like i mean chris i don't think he fucking knew what he was even saying and this rachel girl i I liked her i thought she was cute um you know who knows She's in the final four she's
2: gonna meet the family
4: maybe she just went
2: with the sorority he's gonna meet her family sorry
4: you know what i mean like maybe she was like i don't want to do this i think it's wrong but maybe she went along with it because she wanted to join the fucking sorority like i understand that like I know what that's like, so I just don't think. Again, my statement oh, okay. about like culture cancel—it's like you do not know what someone even is though, saying. even though
2: what Chris was saying was probably true, because in 2018 and before 2018, yeah. it wasn't a big deal, right? Yeah. But, right. You but aren't, now it you is. You're not allowed
3: to say anything that doesn't that goes against what people want you to say. Because you know, he, era, was, era, he was being like Dave Chappelle sitting there and just talking, like you know, mm-hmm. and like being like, "Here's how I see it. Here's the way you know." And, and, and you know, and, and he was got forced. And I saw, like, on the news, like, even though he stepped away, they're still saying they want him fired. It's not enough that he stepped away. They want him gone from the show. He's the so executive he, producer of the show. That, I, I here's, the, here's the thing about the whole, like, the whole um, sorority. And I don't know all the details of it. All I know is he went there for a sorority, took a picture or whatever. Like, I went to, like, one of the, um, one of the plantations last year. We, um, we were in... Um, we were in um Myrtle Beach and it was like, you know, an hour drive from there down in Georgia. Um, and just did it did like a tour of it. And a beautiful, beautiful place. I mean, it's like the architecture, the landscaping stuff. It's like mm-hmm. and like there was there was a woman there that was um with her um soon to me husband and they were um walking through rehearsals for their wedding wow. they were gonna have there. they had a ton of wedding there, tons mm-hmm. of weddings. This sorority, like like Morgan was saying, like you know, like they wanted to dress up in these pretty um, outfits. You know, they wanted to get pictures for Facebook and Instagram. you know, they, and what did they do there? Did they have black people dress up as slaves and were they laughing at them, or or did they just go there for the for the culture? Like, believe it or not, the South was still around um after the Civil War. You know, True. women still wore um you know, Southern Girl type of
2: dresses, right. after mm-hmm. the Civil
3: War. like they still they were still plantations. Mm-hmm. After slavery. Right. And I know? still, like,
4: I still, like, it's funny that you say that about the plantation, because, like, um, what's her name? Um, Oh, my God. Blake um, Lively. Blake Lively. Lively. Yeah. And what's his name? They, like, made an apology Lively. about getting married. Getting married. married and Lively. I, you know what I said to that? I literally, I remember calling my mom my sister, and I go, I want a house with columns. Yeah. And I that. <laughs> a house with columns, right, and I right. may get married at a plantation. Right, and they right. both were like, okay. And I go, that doesn't mean I'm racist. It means I like the fucking structure.
5: Yeah. right.
4: Yeah, I, My mom still is like, I wanna sit on the veranda. So like, yeah. like it's like we're making, we're making everything. I, I personally, again, like somebody may come at me, please come at me, like let's debate yeah, it. But yeah. Like You're making everything like this, awful like yes there were awful things that happened on plantations we all know slavery existed like right right shouldn't we address it and move on and can't no, we accept no. that like there are still like yeah. Yeah. it was a beautiful dress or a beautiful yeah. house yeah. or and like
3: were they self were like, oh. bringing the slavery or were they just there you know i mean it, it could have very well been okay here's here's post-civil war you know still this plantation is still southern bell's I mean, cause I was I was there and I saw all the slave houses and it was horrific. And I learned about each one, what what happened to the slaves in each one, what each some um, slave did in each house um, yeah. that was on the plantations. I learned about it, you know, and like I wish all that didn't happen, but it, yeah. it still to not take the fact that there's a lot of beauty down the south even today. Yeah. I can't absolutely I can't demonize a whole part of the country. You cannot you
2: demonize know? um history. you're basically demonizing you, history, really.
4: Let's do what Hamlet did or um Hamilton did. Hamilton, Hamilton, let's yeah. do that for Gone with the Wind. And I will be hera. <laughs> right. Like, I get a musical. Like I'll watch that. I really I like I was who, who I was, was your
6: not, who would your tweeted, Clark Gable, like, Gable huh? be? Who would your Clark Gable be? Who would be your Clark Gable?
4: I don't know. I have to think about
2: it. <laughs> well <it's> Morgan, <laughs>
4: serious who, more, like if if you to so Y'all want to get so mad about this book, hmm. then let's change it. Yeah, Change yeah. the people. Say that it's still slavery, but don't go by skin color.
3: Go by something else. Well, I don't know, go maybe the class. slavery
2: part. Yeah, I don't know about that. There's but really thing. quick.
3: Yeah, if but but, 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 like, but bachelor, bachelor like I mean they, they thought they did the right thing. They um brought in the first um black bachelor. Like data petition before the season, they were like, Oh, we want the first black bachelor and normally not, they
4: mm, Go ahead. They half
3: half black or, or, or half white or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I mean I, mm. Yeah, but, go ahead. But, but they, in, in the past 13 years, they, they picked um, somebody that made it to like the final three or four or whatever that just happened not to be black in those seasons. So they went out and got somebody brand new who's mm-hmm. never been on the show before and made on The Bachelor. So people, instead of seeing it's that as a good friend.
4: thing... He's the friend, I, friend yeah. of yeah. the of one.
3: Yeah. yeah, so he, instead of being I a good thing about that, are nitpicking that some sorority girl on some reality show... I mean, people right. were talking about the shit after 9/11 we had other problems where like we weren't like i wonder i wonder if that reality show contestant who was in in college 3 years ago went to a plantation that was a th- sorority like, it's like we we are totally off the rails here with what we are getting offended by we want people fired over you know like yeah well
2: m- well but yeah but what, can we talk a little bit more again about the episode what what did you think of
4: the last episode the last
2: episode so now we have the final 4 mm-hmm. um they're going on I their mean- hometown dates and uh, only so, one, one white girl in the final four, and the and the other three girls are, are girls of are people of color. Are, 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 are. So, did we
4: figure that out? Because I was confused about what she was, and I know that sounds
2: right. Yeah, I know, I know. But she, Rachel, who is the center of the controversy, Chachi, is is, is in the is in the final four. So
3: she's the only white girl left, right? She's the only and white she, girl left. So she's so she's, so she's so racist that she's stuck on this show right? to, to date a black guy. That see and maybe and maybe, and maybe marry know. him. Maybe marry him. I'm <laughs> like, like, he's stuck on the show with this
4: half black guy. Yeah. I think Bree and Michelle are also biracial, and I guess Serena P is too. I didn't really know. I, yeah, I'm those sorry. are the final four.
5: Very
2: I, I didn't
4: know what she was. I like I really liked her, but she looked very like olive skin to me. So I was like, yeah. I don't, I they don't had know. a they
2: had a very interesting uh, date. They had tantric yoga. Yeah, she didn't and like Serena was the one very she she's she real bought,
4: cute. I like her, but like she's you're cute. right, you it's know? like wow, this girl must be real fucking right. Like she doesn't <laughs> exhibit any like you know right. how you can read people like right, right. she I, and I she's one of the first people I liked because she looked she looked like natural and normal, yeah. she was yeah. cute, but she also didn't Again, like, I think you can, like, really read a lot of people's, like, energy. Uh, Like, you can read their shit, like, online, even though, like, the producers are, like, editing it. Like, she still seemed like this is who she is. So, you're right. I'm sorry. I don't think this is a fucking white supremacist on here Uh, trying to be like, ooh, I'm going to dupe this. Yeah, and in, <laughs> well, I do
2: want to get to our last topic before we wrap up <laughs> tonight's show, oh. and and that's Josh Whedon. We had oh, yeah, I don't some know. news that erupted last week, but then there's more to it now. Michelle Trachtenberg, who was very young when she was on the set of Buffy, she played Buffy's sister, and apparently this is this is a little uh, surprising, but ca- apparently he had behavior that on set that was not appropriate and at the time michelle Trachtenberg was not of age and apparently there's apparently a rule on set that joss and michelle could not be uh on set together by themselves did you find that kind of odd
3: wait wait so this underage girl he couldn't be with
2: he couldn't be on set uh by herself but by with Michelle Trachtenberg. With Michelle Trachtenberg. What did they say? Why?
6: Probably because he was a creepy fuck.
2: Yeah. So it's apparently That's just creepy. not appropriate behavior. I mean,
3: was he creepy or was he just like an a-hole that yelled at everybody? It, it could be.
2: It could be that. It could okay. be that as Probably well.
3: both.
6: I mean, have you looked at Joss Whedon lately?
2: <laughs> yeah. Just in general. But Joss said that. Well, but basically, uh, Michelle said now that she's 35. Can you believe she's 35 now, Michelle Trachtenberg? Oh,
5: um, yeah, he's yeah. yeah,
2: she uh, she said, um, "Thank you, Sarah Michelle Geller, for saying this because she kind of agreed with Chris Carpenter, which we talked about last week." I am brave enough to now know, as a 35 year old woman, to repost this because this must be known as a teenager with his not appropriate behavior. Wow.
3: See, but so, you can't you can't just say not appropriate. I mean, you got to give some details. Could not not appropriate. Could be like um. A lot
2: of people aren't giving the details. Like you like know? you're late
3: to the set, you know um, you know, be outside the door and, and come in here a half hour later, you know, you're punished or whatever. Or it could right. be him yeah. touching her. I mean that, that's a big gap, you know. Like um he he from everything I sound, he sounded like he just, it was just a horrible a hole on the on verbally the...
2: abusive. And Ray Fisher, who played Cyborg in Justice League, yeah. said that Joss Whedon. Has not, or neither Joss or the the studio, Warner Brothers studio, has sued Ray because they know that he is telling the truth, and that's a very very good point mm-hmm. that Ray Fisher is is saying there. So I de- definitely wanted to throw that out. But um, let's uh yeah, I think we're uh, woo, getting to the uh, expiration date of tonight's <laughs> Show expiration. Well, wishes go out to Ashley Judd. She re- uh, revealed oh, okay. on social media she. Just like shattered her leg in oh, an uh, accident. Oh, yeah. yeah. The did you see that? Yeah, she was in I, the Congo, the Congo rainforest, bad, doing sure. some humanitarian mission, and um, yeah, there was a fallen tree on the path which she didn't see, and she fell over the tree and broke her leg. Um So well wishes go out to her. Um, and of course, we already mentioned uh, Rush oh. Limbaugh had passed away. The, right. Um, at the age of 70 due to lung cancer. We've also lost um, Robert Altman, who is the husband of Linda Carter. Linda Carter actually lives in Maryland, if you didn't know that. I've um, met her a bunch of times. She yeah. used to go
6: to the Apple store I used to work at.
2: That is really? so. Awesome. How cool. The first time
6: wow. I met her, um, I was helping her set up her new iPhone. She looks me dead in the eye and she goes, I'll never forget it. She looks at me and she goes, you know what the number one searched porn in... Um, in, co- in like norway is or some shit like that uh, and i was like uh no it is the number one searched porn in norway she's like schoolgirls, and i was like interesting and she's like yeah. get, that is such a cool story really you had the conversation <laughs> totally with linda and then after that she'd come in i'd be like hey linda and she'd be like hey nick are
2: you cool? allowed to be a fan when somebody like a linda carter comes in the store or, or is that frowned yeah. upon can you take a photo selfie like was that i mean that? you gotta have discretion you know like okay. it depends like at the the at that Did point,
6: anybody get a I was, selfie? Yeah, like I've helped a few famous people um when I was working there, like because it was right by DC, so we'd get uh Eric Holder and the Obama sisters and oh,
5: really? oh.
6: actors and yeah. Fashion fucking Eric movie. Holder gave me his social security number because he didn't want to type it in the little fucking thing. Wow. So, it was funny as shit. Anyways. Yeah, but That's anyways, Robert cold, Altman. Yeah, Linda is. Carter.
2: She's nice. Yeah, well, could go. Gold- Condolences to Linda's family. Linda and her family because her husband had passed away.
3: Uh, it sucks.
2: Uh, he was at a, a, a hospital in Baltimore. He had uh, complications for a medical procedure. But he was the CEO of a video game holding company called Zeni Max Media. I don't know if you're um, aware of that company there, Big Nick.
3: My grandfather might be relieved because he always had a thing for um, Wonder Woman. In the 70s, so he might have a chance now.
2: Maybe he has that chance, yeah. yeah and and she, she actually, Linda, I mean, we saw her in Wonder Woman 1984. She looks amazing. Oh, yeah.
3: Age. Yeah, she looks great.
2: She looks amazing for her age. Um, Nicki Minaj's father, Robert Mirage, killed in a hit and run. Yeah oh, wow. In Long Island, in Long Island, New York. Her um,
4: very, real name very, is Minaj?
2: Yeah, Robert Mirage. He was oh, hit wrong. by a car. That was, uh, yeah, that's her real name. Um, oh. The car that kept going in Long Island and taken to a hospital where he was pronounced dead. Um, that's horrible. Yeah. And this is really sad because, of course, we lost Alex yeah. Trebek. And now the five-time Jeopardy champion, Braden Smith, at the young age of 24, oh. wow, it had passed away. No cause of death is given. Um, you know, So that's certainly sad. Rest in peace to all that we've mentioned. Yeah. And with death, we, um, we celebrate life. Um, as there is a Game of Thrones baby, as Rose Leslie and Kit Harrington have welcomed the baby boy, their first child together. Oh, awesome! Yeah, that's uh, Jon Snow and Ygritte.
4: For those that don't know. Don't know. Precious. Yes.
2: yes. Also, there's a royal baby on the way. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are expecting their that's second child. And the birthdays today, I'd like to uh, shout, uh, big shout out. Happy birthday to my sister.
5: T. Oh, Soto, good. Teresa Yay. Soto, Soto. many names
2: I call her.
4: Happy birthday! Happy
2: birthday to my favorite and only sister. Uh, uh, she's out in Los Angeles. Um, but 25, she. Twenty-five, right? Yeah, she doesn't want me to
3: reveal. Her she's five list, she's right? beautiful. We love 25 her. Twenty-five years old. She's um, Al's older sister. <laughs> she's
4: young and vibrant and stunning. Yeah,
2: thank you. Love oh, her. Runs in the fam. Runs in the fam. <laughs> All right, so, birthdays today, celebrity birthdays. Uh, Renee Russo, 67. Uh, Actor Richard Karn from Home Improvement, 65. Lou Diamond Phillips, 59. We interviewed him at the recent Monster Mania before the world checked down Chachi. Larry the Cable Guy, 58. Oh,
4: wow.
2: Michael Bay, director extraordinaire for Transformers, 57. Dominic Purcell from Prison Break is 51. Okay. Can you believe Denise Richards is 50, Chachi? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. She's
5: yeah, she,
3: so good. Yeah, she was like, I think she was in her mid or upper 20s when she did Wild Things, which makes me feel better yeah. about myself. <laughs> that movie. Yep. But she, like, she was the hottest in that. Woo. Wild She's Things. Smoking. She's making beautiful. out with Nev Campbell in the pool. She's
2: beautiful. She is absolutely stunning. Uh, uh, Green Day's Billy Joe Armstrong, 49 today. Happy birthday, Jerry O'Connell! Stand by me, forty-seven. Vern. Yeah. Kelly Kelly Carlson of (laughs) Nip Tuck. She's forty-five. Conrad nicomore of How to Get Away with Murder is forty-two. Jason Ritter, the son of John Ritter, is forty-one. Yeah. Wow. Happy birthday, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, the Big Four O today. We already mentioned Paris Hilton, (laughs) socialite extraordinaire. Happy birthday, Paris. She's the big 4-0 today. That's hot. All right. That's hot. She
4: still looks, like, amazing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. TV host Daphne Oz, the the daughter of Dr. Oz, 35. Cord Overstreet of Glee's 32. Happy birthday, Ed Sheeran, who's 30 today. And Sasha Patrice from Pretty Little Liars is 25. That's
3: birthdays today. All right.
2: Happy Happy birthday. birthday. And, um... Wow, what an incredible show from Top to Bottom. Thank you so much. From
3: the tippy top.
2: From the tippy tippy top to the rock bottom, guys. This is a phenomenal yeah. show. We'd like to thank, of course, our special celebrity guest earlier in the program. Actress Heidi Heidi Johan. <laughs> I gotta fight the first thought. You gotta fight her. That's all
3: that counts. Yes.
2: Yeah. Actress Heidi Johanna Meyer from 100 Days to Live, which you can catch on video on demand. Please check out that psychotic thriller, psychological thriller that will keep you on the edge of your seat. We'd like to thank, of course, this phenomenal panel, starting with the one and only King of the 80s, Chacha McFly. Peace. We'd like to thank, of course, <laughs> Peace. The one and only, Your Grace, Miss LST, and every Daenerys Targaryen nickname, Morgan Fab. Oh, I thought you were going to say
3: Miss LST in every way. I thought you were going
2: to say. <laughs> 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 and, Lovely
4: uh, to be here. I usually
2: I usually save my, uh, myself for last. I'm Al Soto, but we're going to have the Captain Big Nick land the plane. ladies and
6: gentlemen, this is your cat speaking. Thank you again for flying Air BTB. Please stay in your seat until the plane comes to a complete
3: fucking stop.
2: Ooh, a little f bomb.
6: Fucking. Our-
3: Oxygen mass fall from the ceiling. Yeah. Earlier. you
6: action falls. Put yours on first, and then the person next to you. Oh,
2: is that because you took a big dump? Yeah, that's why.
6: Yes. Oh, yeah, nice. I
5: took
3: a huge <laughs> dump of
6: the show. That's why I was a little late coming in today. I had to fucking. The plane was so, delayed, so I had to fucking. I was growing a tail, man. So uh, that, probably, that but, probably happened,
3: right? Because there's there's no um <laughs> no bathroom in that cockpit you <laughs> well, no, just got to use the one that's, like,
6: right out. You know, the, there's the first-class bathroom. you take a dump <laughs> in that you, you ever yeah. taken you a dump in an airplane bathroom
3: two before? Of them in there? You think one jumps out and goes in there?
2: If um, you're on, like, an international flight to Australia or the Philippines or something that takes a really, really long time. Well, you, you know, know, know you're taking a dump. There's some dumps going on. Oh, I mean, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, you can't escape it. It's happening. It's Morgan, crazy. what do you
3: think? Yeah, Morgan, you what's your opinion?
2: You can't escape it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you'll say, that's all you'll say Everyone poops Well, I thought it would be a cool for a closing hey, cut
4: Gotta go when you gotta go
2: The yeah. cool cut, if you will, guys cut. With the Birthday celebrant Paris Hilton This is her song, oh, okay. Stars Are Blind yeah. Oh, this is a good one This is a good song, this, this is a this, Yes, I, I haven't heard this one in a while yeah. And it's Paris' big four zero. Wow She's and, only 40, uh, holy shit yeah, Paris Hilton is 40 oh, today, was guys. Played
3: that song when it came out, remember?
2: Yeah. Yep, and we're gonna play it again for old times' sake. This is Paris Hilton. Stars are blind. The oh, nice. close out tonight's show, the cool cut, if you will. I'm Al Soto, guys. Thank you for the panel. Thank you so much for Heidi, Johanna Meyer, um, and um, yeah, be be nice and well to each other, and uh, we'll see you next time. Until then,
3: Don't cancel each other.
1: And
2: don't cancel each
3: other. <laughs> yeah, don't cancel each other. Yeah. Until then. Peace.
5: Peace. Peace.